It's a podcast. It is. Chad. Chad Schubert. How you doing today? Ooh. Welcome, I'm... Chad Schubert, to episode forte of the <laughs> IFNZ podcast. Let's keep going with this. Now, I won't have any problem rhyming a word with this. Did you just rhyme this with this? Yeah, just like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> you can't do now, that. Now, I know you I'll be one of this shit right here. I'm Limp Biscuit right here. Yeah. Yeah. You did good. Thanks. Take all of your rhyming uh, knowledge from Fred Durst. I try. It's it's the, it's the best way to do it. It's a uh, it's a curse and a burden. <laughs> it's a, a curtain. <laughs> it's my curtain to bear. <laughs> oh, oh, what's going on? Um, there's this new app that's uh, getting released. A new one? Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Every day. There's a new app. <laughs> And I've also heard every day is a holiday. Yeah. Rest in peace, Carl Campanella. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's called the GoGo Gadget app, or the GoGo Gadge app. The GoGo Gadge? App. Alright, what's it do? Um, It does things for you. Like, you're like, GoGo Gadget arm, and the phone, like, has an arm that comes out and grabs something for you. (laughs) And how how cool would that be? Is it real? The GoGo Gadge app. This is just something you're making up. Yeah, I made it up. I was like, what is it? How are they how is this conceptually going to be done? Um like that. Okay, how's the how do you power the arm? You don't need it's bluetooth. And you just get you were getting ready to say you don't need <laughs> power. <laughs> Hoverboards. Um all right. The GoGo Gadget app, Jesus. Uh, is yeah, is uh, I mean, it's gonna start off like a like a Surrey, like a rock, or uh, or something like that, you know. Uh, it's gonna be um, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be gonna be the app that you go next to you. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, you could try it out. I don't know. I just I thought it was a a funny thing in my head, and I wrote it down. I'm glad you write things like that down, though, because uh, I don't, <laughs> and. Uh, There's so many things that go, so many rocks that go unturned. Yeah, I don't know why I'm holding my controller either. I just picked it up and put it in my hand. You're oh, you're, you're gonna play a game over. I'm not. I'm not at all. I mean, both monitors are occupied. One by Mortal Kombat 1995 movie, and then one by Google, and one by the uh, Reaper recording software program. Oh yeah, yeah. For those who want to know how we record our podcast, it's Reaper and the Reaper. A uh, Reaper. Um, you want to do some trailer talk? Mm-hmm. Want to talk about some trailers? Yeah. Just a couple small ones today. Whoa, just a few, I'll tell ya. Um, let's start off with this trailer. <laughs> Gotham, series finale. I haven't seen it yet. You didn't? No. Oh. How's um, it look? It looks good. Does it look like Batman? It looks like Batman is gonna be there. I think it's supposed to be ten years have passed. That's what I was wondering. The way that it seemed, because they said that we were getting a new Catwoman for the final yes. finale. Yeah, I don't remember the actress's name. I can look it up here in a minute, but it's... Uh, New Catwoman, I think, obviously, it's not David that's playing Bruce in the suit. Oh, really? I think it's his voice doing everything, though, because you don't really see him straight on, especially in the trailers. I don't know if that's consistent throughout the entire episode. Um, I don't don't know if they're going to try and do one of those things where you see him kind of a side profile and they close up and it's David in the suit at that point in time kind of a thing, or... What exactly? I'd imagine you could. Yeah, yeah, I I wouldn't see them having... Just fill in the suit a bit. Yeah. But, uh, what I heard though was that this is kind of the this show will then butt up right next to Batman Begins kind of 
I guess, but that doesn't make any sense because he wasn't in the suit at the beginning of Batman Begins. So yeah, maybe this, that's false. That they they basically with the ten year time gap have skipped his origin story at that point. Oh, I see. Because he's gone to what? Is, where does he go? Is it like Tibet or something? Whenever he goes with the League of Shadows, yeah, wherever like wherever League of Shadows is housed, it's a snowy mountains. Yeah, that's why I said Tibet. I was guessing. That sounds good. Seven years in Tibet with Brad Pitt. Um, <laughs> underrated. Maybe we'll save that for one of those movie segments. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a really long movie. We probably shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> Is it seven years long? It, it feels that long. Um, I want to say it's like three and a half or four hours long. Ooh. It's a it's a big chunky boy. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? We were talking about Gotham and him. It's gonna pass. Yeah. So it's gonna Batman be. Begins. It's, it's ten years because somewhere in the trailer they mentioned that the Penguin's been in Blackgate prison. Oh yeah. For ten years and he's just getting released. I see. And he's saying something about making uh, making people pay and all kinds of shit. Um, you get like the the first reaction in that trailer of uh, them seeing uh, Riddler and Penguin seeing uh, David flying overhead as Batman. Ah, and there he says something like, "I didn't spend ten years in Black Grape Prison to watch my city be taken over by a damn bat." Or something like that. Hmm. And uh, they're both visibly you know, upset. And then you get to see uh, Joker being all criminally insane inside of Arkham. Um, grabbing, uh, I'm assuming it's Harlequin or Echo, as they call her in the show. Her face or something like that. And uh, one of the scenes that's closer toward the end is it looks like, I guess maybe, Joker has taken Barbara Gordon, the baby, the baby or the kid Barbara. at that point in time. I yeah. think she's been born now and yeah. she'll be like a 10 year old kid I so see. i think he might kidnap her maybe i don't know they didn't say that but it looks like he's like in the club where bar or where older barbara's barbara at keen barbara keen is at and um like one of the last things you see is uh cameron mcconaughey li- yeah. delivering some line and then it shows the gotham thing and it cuts back to the screen and he's trying to grab somebody, Joker is, and then a battering goes through his hand. And you just see it sticking out both sides, and he holds his hand up, and he starts screaming, laughing about it. Um, so, hmm. I don't know if he knows that it's Bruce. I gotcha. Or if it's just a, still a mystery to him yeah. kind of a thing. I think he, part of me feels like he might know it's him or something. I gotcha. Like he's like, I've been waiting for you kind Do of thing. Do you get the the intent, or you get the, the feeling that... The, the entire last episode is just going to be in that world 10 years later kind yes. of thing. Okay. Very much so. I uh, I haven't watched the the last episode. Mm-hmm. And then, so then I guess, because there's only two episodes left, according yeah, to what I have left to watch, I've got the one that aired last week and then this one that airs this Thursday. Thursday. This Thursday. Yeah. And then, so as this episode comes out, it'll be this we'll be past done. Thursday. Yes. Yeah. It'll be over. Um, that's cool. one trailer I have. That's one down. You go ahead and give me another one. Um, we got a, a little snippet of American Horror Story 1984. Okay. Uh, I didn't just see a, that It's just kind of a girl running through the woods. This um, one, you said it's like slasher themed? Something like that? Um, like it's like like the 80s slasher? Yeah, I guess maybe. Um, it's also been said that it might be like kind of supernaturally a bit. Okay. Um, but the girls running through the forest from something. There's not your typical like... In the background of it, there's like a song playing, and uh, and so it gives you a different vibe a little bit, uh, kind of like a maybe a strummy kind of folky song if I remember right. I'm not sure. Um, and then she gets in the house, 
and shuts the door behind her and then like some like crazy looking claws like go through the door and then it's like dun, 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 dun. like it goes into the theme the of American so it just kind of gives you a little teaser I didn't really get a lot out of it a lot of dark did it, did it have the guy that goes American Horror Story 1984 <laughs> no I don't think so they do that with the the scenes from the next episode yes. of American Horror Story and we got FX <laughs> we got another short uh, a little teaser of the Swamp Thing show. Yeah, I have that on my list. That uh, looks cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Just kind of, but it doesn't sound. Have you heard the news about the Swamp Thing show? I don't. It's. I think what I had heard from the news was that it was very uh, misleading. People were doing it mostly just to get uh, attention and clicks and stuff like clickbaity kind of news. Well, they they definitely cut the order short. Yes. Um, and they definitely asked the writers to write some sort of ending to it instead of a cliffhanger or anything. Yeah. Other than that, I agree. Definitely, it's like, yeah. like people is this saying, the end of the DC saying, Universe yeah, app? People were saying that it's the end of the DC Universe app and that we might not get Swamp Thing at all. And it all happened on the exact same day that the trailer came out. And everybody was just like, <laughs> the trailer just came out and all they said it was just going to be 10 episodes now like they did with Titans. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it, I mean, getting it wrapped... I'm, well, I feel like, especially with Swamp Thing, they could do a really cool Swamp Thing story and tell it in ten episodes, and you could be done with it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be something that's like a Goes staple that forever. sticks around. Yeah, that's true. Thing. And maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Is it's like more of getting in the driver's seat of okay, let's do things a little differently. Let's see if there's a way to maybe the DC app isn't. We've talked about this before. Maybe yeah. the DC app isn't performing at the level they wanted to perform at. They are working on a WB or Warner Brothers app. So, you know, maybe there's mergers and things like that, which I think would be cool if they can do their... I've got a lot to talk to you about the, the DC Universe app itself, but they could just leave the comic side to the, you know, to Marvel Unlimited style, where it's mm-hmm. just like a comic uh, subscription. Yeah. And then... Um, leave the the video stuff for the other for the WB app or something like that but uh yeah swamp thing it's coming no matter what uh, uh a end of may final trailer just released for godzilla king of monsters and i this movie looks good i'm fucking i don't stoked even for care it. about it's godzilla awesome. movies i love godzilla yeah. i just the the cool ominous background music with like somewhere over the rainbow playing in the <laughs> background with this the weird ambience of everything that's going on style wise it looks really really cool like the way that it's being shot and the way that they did the cgi like looks like legitimately like there are giant fucking monsters fighting and it doesn't look like which to a certain extent i could say i feel like uh terminator transformers looks a little hackney at times yeah not that it's not well done it is really good cgi work and stuff so i mean kudos to all those people that worked on it but yeah yeah, there are points in times where it looks a little hackney these dudes look like they're just like he did just come out of the fucking ocean yes and he's ready to fuck shit up like watching mothra fly and like the fire coming out of her wings and stuff i was just like this is like one of the most pretty over-the-top godzilla renditions i've ever seen a short of like an animated one but it looks awesome and I'm a like sucker watching, for Millie Bobby Brown. Like so that's, that's what I was gonna say. There's a point in, in time in this trailer where she's like, like right underneath where Godzilla's at, and she's screaming really loud, and it's almost like she's connected to Godzilla. Oh, really? I don't know if that's a thing, but whenever she screams, that's whenever he does the nuclear blast at whatever he's fighting. Like he's fighting Rodan, oh. and it's coming at him with like his eight heads, and he, she's like ah, screaming, and he just goes 
and blasts out the blast, and I was just like, are they like connected somehow? Like, is she like controlling what he does somehow? I was There's just a, like, that'd be a really cool twist if they did something yeah. like that. But she's regardless, got, it looks awesome. She's shit. got Godzilla DNA inside her. She got she got them DNA in her guts. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is now a trailer, if you call it a trailer, I guess, of the Beetlejuice musical. Oh. Um, which everything's getting a musical now. This was always going to be intriguing to me because I like the Beetlejuice, and I was like, oh, what is this going to end up looking like? What's it going to be like um, for this thing? Did we talk about this one time? We talked about, I think, when they first announced it. Okay. We did, we did kind of talk about it. It's so on now Broadway. There's, yeah. There's a, there's a video. This guy uh, playing Beetlejuice, if you really are into Beetlejuice from the movie, you're not getting that. Um, he's kind of a little bit different. But it seems like it might be okay. Lydia's cool. I like, I like the Lydia character. She seems done well. And this show is... Pretty much from what it looks like, the whole movie, like in just in theaters, they're not really, it's not a whole new, um, it's not a whole new story. You're really throwing me off with this beetle. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's not like a new story. It might add some different things to it, but they're definitely adding song to the whole, uh, thing more than just, Dale! Yeah. Are they gonna do uh, that though? They are doing it. It's in there. It's in the trailer even. Nice. Um, but the the practical effects seem really neat in it, like the way that they're doing the hands coming out of the plates and the way that they're doing the the sandworms and they're they, you know they're doing all of those things in there. So it just it seems interesting. I'm I'm curious to see how it plays out. Um, I'm not even sure if I'm as excited about this rendition on Broadway as I am just. Um, how this is going to be portrayed when it gets to high school performances and local performances and being able to go to the theater and see a musical version of Beetlejuice on like stage at the Marion Civic Center or something like that would be cool. So and uh, and it seems like it might be might be okay. He's been in a lot of shit. Who? I guess his most the the guy that's playing Beetlejuice. His name's Alex Brightman. Oh. Gotcha. He's been in a lot of stuff. He won awards for playing Dewey Finn in School of Rock. Oh, like the Broadway. Broadway that. Yeah. I got it. This is all Broadway stuff. He's just a Broadway him. guy. Yep. Gotcha. I, just cool. did, I was curious as to what yeah. all he did, but it's all just primarily Broadway. Cool. Um, we also got a, a trailer for season two of Krypton, which we watched together before we yes. started this thing. Um, this the Krypton show, at least from the I have I've watched episode one of, okay. of first season, and that's about as far as I got. But this show, in general, looks like a better Superman show than any movie we've gotten. At least, as far as like the storyline, and it looks like it's put together a lot smarter than any Superman movie we've gotten. Because it just doesn't seem like they ever get a tone of the Superman movie right. right. Um, but same like the same way that Supergirl seems like a better Superman show than any Superman movie or show we've gotten. I think it's time because you get time to develop that character and you get time to make up for the things that were kind of stupid or silly whereas you got two hours or three hours or whatever it is to make a lasting impression that makes sense whereas with those shows you can kind of build on it and go, oh, that was a bad thing, let's change it the next episode and you kind of get a chance to make up for things that are done wrong. But we do get a, uh, a shot of Lobo in this trailer which yeah, is kind of cool. Yeah, really cool. Uh, looks, I mean, it's the first, I think it's, it has to be the first 
uh, on-screen debut of That's, Lobo. There's never been a Lobo before. Yeah, just animated yeah. is the only time we've ever seen him. So uh, we get right, a, a Lobo. space motorcycle. Yes. Uh, so, I don't know, looks pretty cool. Krypton Season 1 is now on the DC Universe app, so if you've got that, you can go check that out. It's on the DC Universe app? Yep. Did they just pick up anything that's a DC property then? Um, they don't have any of the CDW, CDW stuff on there, so which I don't know if it will eventually get on yeah, there or I not. I don't know if that was going to come, because I guess that's all. CW's owned by WB, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which I've no, I've, they've said that the CW shows would be on the Warner Brothers yeah. app whenever they release that, but I would like to see my DC properties all under one roof. Yeah. Um, at some point, and maybe they will. I know that Netflix still has a contract to get the CW shows after they've been released. Yeah. So, um, at some point, I don't know if those will go away when Warner Brothers show comes out. Netflix is gonna start hurting pretty soon. Yeah, I know. Um, with everybody getting their own little things. Uh, any any other trailers on your side? Uh, before just, we get to the big ones, just uh, just the big ones. Other um, than that, uh, I'll make mention of the boys. Yeah, I watched that trailer too. Like I didn't that? write it down. I forgot about it. Uh. This I don't know. I've got the entire series of the boys digitally uh, to read, but I've never actually dove into it all. I'm not exactly sure what's going on in this. Uh, it well, seems like, like all the superheroes are they're inherently good in the public eye, but then <laughs> behind the scenes they're really fucking shitty people. They can kind of get like, like a rich main... boy syndrome. Like I'm gonna like yeah. go and beat then, up like, a hooker. That's the, the main like character person is just to like beat them down to a pulp like to, control them a little bit yeah kind like of the be police like, for yeah, superheroes yeah just kind of to be like you can't go all crazy like you want to do we're gonna make you realize that you're either just gonna be the superhero and be a regular person and citizen or you're fucking gone kind of a thing yeah cool that's that's what it kind of i was piecing together with this last trailer too was that that seemed like the concept yeah of it all um it and looks the good. same people that did preacher show yeah right? it's yeah. it's seth rogan and yeah. uh uh, Adam Goldstein? Yes. Goldberg? Goldberg. 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 Yes. Yeah. Goldberg and uh, yeah. yeah. Seth Rogen. Yeah. But it looks good. I'm excited for it. If I had Amazon Prime, I would probably watch it. Um, I probably will watch it. That one and Good Omens together. Uh, both kind of coming out, I think, around the same time. They're both like end of May. Really? I, I Is that when that comes Good out? Omens comes out end of May. Oh. Um, I think that's when the boys said they were coming out too. Okay. They didn't tell me the boys. The boys didn't tell you. <laughs> the boys. At, the boys at Amazon. They were back in town. Um, and then we have a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, it was the Star Wars celebration in Chicago that happens every year. Chicago. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they had a couple things that got announced. So I guess this will bleed partially into news and partially into the end of trailer talks. All of it. It's kind of just everything kind of smooshed together because we got a lot of stuff about not just Star Wars, but we got information about the Disney Plus app and stuff. But all of this kind of came alongside the Star Wars celebration. Mm -hmm. I think they were just waiting for this to be like the culmination of it. Which I will say that I didn't realize that the Star Wars... Uh, celebration day coincided with the day that I told you like two months ago that the trailer was supposed to come out because it was oh, the right day. It was on the gotcha. 12th. But I didn't realize that, that was that day. We didn't get a title before that so I was wrong about that. I was like, I bet we'll get a title. No, I just uh, I watched the thing live when it happened because um, they had a feed on Twitter, on YouTube and stuff like that of Star Wars mm. Celebration when it was going on. Um, so I think it started at noon our time 
that day or 11 our time that day and it, the very end of it at noon was whenever they showed it so it was uh moderated by colbert um steven of the stefan variety gotcha uh he brought out uh robots at first he brought out bba brought out r2 brought out uh anthony daniels um and then slowly but surely incorporated everybody that was in the movie as a bigger actor cool. other than i think adam driver wasn't in it because he's busy filming something and he couldn't leave otherwise he was supposed to be there yeah um but like daisy and all of them were there yeah um uh lando ability was out mm-hmm. there too and stuff that was the first time they showed like all the little snippets of that um but then they ended up we got the the first trailer for star wars episode nine the rise of skywalker yes uh so we got the the trailer for the rise of skywalker um that's our name everything surrounding it so i guess we should just kind of discuss the trailer in Absolutely. the first part yeah just kind of deep dive it so there is a time gap that happened between episode eight and this movie. Okay. It's not a very small window either. I think it's something like years have happened. Have kind passed. of like between one and between New Hope and Empire was a big chunk of time. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much between Empire and Return, but between the first and the second, there's a good chunk of time yeah. where they're just I, building I the rebellion. I don't think it's like a giant chunk of years, but it's enough that now Ray has basically become a master of sorts in I a way, see. I believe. That's why, like, the first scene that you see is her doing that, like, fucking... It's a lot of breathing. ...force flip over the fucking yes. TIE fighter that's coming down at her, um, which was just a cool shot in and of itself. And is she she's planning on splitting that thing in half, I would imagine, with I that lightsaber. I guess, I mean, she was pointing straight down at it before they cut away. Or so at least know. hitting the engine to where it's just gonna blow up. Um... I'm going to turn this off and I'll turn on the trailer so we can kind of have it going. We can do a little verbal while, while we uh, kind commentary. of break it down. Uh, we get to see shots of different people coming together that we haven't seen together before. So we get to see shots uh, closer toward the end of the trailer, I know, of uh, Ray and Finn and uh, <clears throat> Poe. Po. All outside of the old Death Star on Endor. Yes. Um, is that where they're at? Is that on Endor? I would assume so. I mean, I think that's where most of the wreckage crashed. That's why I didn't. Right I didn't know where it all went. It didn't. Um, I couldn't remember if it was very tree-like and very I don't know, I, foresty. Yeah, way, uh, I'll look up the episode. But a lot of things have happened since then, so Start it doesn't wars. necessarily even mean that uh, Endor doesn't necessarily have to be a tree kind of place anymore. I guess. Right. Uh, so we'll we'll just go buy it right now. Let's we'll go, break it down. Let's go buy it. It starts off with a lot of heavy breathing. Uh, yes. And um, we're going to cut out that audio for the sake of uh, heavy breathers. Oh, shit. I accidentally hit next. We're going to watch a, a trailer breakdown from somebody. That's a 20-minute trailer breakdown. That's a lot. That's a lot. I feel like we're not going to talk for 20 we minutes. We probably won't do that much. We'll do double the amount of time that's on here. <laughs> All right. She's really breathing heavy. She's in the desert. And she's then, getting centered, and we see that she's carrying Luke's lightsaber. Uh-huh. Which we thought got destroyed? I can't remember. I think it was tossed aside. I noticed that she also had a blaster, which I was enjoying, because I was yeah, like, because, you sometimes know, you need a blaster. Yeah, that's what I was also going to mention. You know, Han always said, you know, what good is a lightsaber would match with a good without a good blaster by your side. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a little, uh, you know... A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Kind of breathing that life into maybe she really is uh, a brother or sibling to Kylo. You think? We just didn't know. 
I don't know. Every generation has a legend. That word, those words are on the screen right now. <laughs> also, I think it would be cool, since she does have both, just to think outside the box. They're like, the legacy, whenever you see Luke's great, 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 great. It's Luke and Han's love child. They had a... Yes, they had a secret love child. And it's just like how, uh, what's Anakin's mom's name? Oh, uh, oh, shit. It's a weird name, too. It was there. It's like, it's like Mimi. Something like that. <laughs> Mimi. I don't know what it is. Like, regardless, it's like how she had a. Hey Mac Google, what's Anakin's mom's <laughs> name? Anakin Skywalker's. Shimi. I was close. Yeah, it, it was half of Mimi is Shimi. Yeah, so he birthed uh, Ray out of his mind penis. Oh, that mind penis. Uh, I was just gonna say, yeah, it'd be cool if we saw like her fighting with one hand and shooting enemies with the yes. other just watching like a that sword kind of and a, a sword and blaster kind of thing that'd be really cool to see mm-hmm. so we, uh, you got the tie fighter that looks like um we're on maybe a tatooine or something like that definitely a desert planet yeah uh, uh, it's uh the tie fighter is the same shape as i don't know if it's kylo's but it looks like kylo's the one with the yeah the pointies yeah it's instead got of the fins very pointy and she runs and then she does a backflip over that shit this Christmas, we've got rocks, we're flying, what is that? That it would be, um, I don't know. What is that, that an is. A-wing? It looks like an A-wing. It kind of looks like an A-wing, I agree with that, but... You got the cool thing that Kylo does here where he picks up somebody and he throws them down. He, he puts that, uh... His helmet's getting reforged? Yeah, remember he smashed that shit and he didn't wear it at all in the second. Right, but we don't know who's doing it. Somebody with really hairy hands. They do have hairy hands. It looks you like would think that that would be a danger for welding. Yeah. Because you're. We're going to call for... this character, uh, for all extensive purposes, uh, Harry Belafonte. <laughs> and then we get a shot on the same Jakku planet of with Finn, Finn and, and Poe. Po. And Finn is holding Ray's old staff blaster thing that uh, she yeah. has. Um, I, this is the first time I've ever like deep dived and analyzed it. We've got BB-8, and uh, this guy's name is Dio. He's the new robot. That Dio, is, like, like holy diver. Like, yeah, like that. <laughs> um, I think it's like D and then a zero or something like that. Uh, but Dio, but uh, he's the new uh, the new BB-8 buddy. Oh, uh, good tag along. So we've got him. We got uh, the first shot in the Falcon of Chewie with Lando. He finally got the Falcon back. Yeah, he won. Hmm. He said, in, in the Solo movie, he said to Han, didn't he say something like, I'll get that back for one day, whether you're... And he, he said something like, over my dead body. Well, he died, so here you go, buddy. <laughs> Billy D. Williams looking wonderful. Going into hyperspace, the saga comes to an end. We get some... Those look like... Are those... Uh, like land speeders. Like land speeders. Yeah. That's awesome. Are, are they broomsticks? <laughs> <laughs> the we finally mixed Star Wars with the Wizarding World. Well, the crossover They're that we waited for that most ambitious. <laughs> this looks like a, a smaller version of like a barge, like yeah, a, like, like, a like, a barge. Jo- like a Java barge yeah. kind of a thing. And it's got uh, Poe and 3PO on it. Maybe Finn? Yeah, Finn's yeah. back there too. 3PO is holding on to that thing. That's the medal from A New Hope. That's uh, the, what? One of their medals. What she gives Luke? Yeah, I do believe so. I don't know if that's Luke or Hans. Uh, Chewie didn't get one, poor guy, so it mm-hmm. has to be one of their two. So we got, uh, we got Leia... Embracing Ray, Embracing Ray, holding her, making you question, like, In the you really are my mom, you know, and it's a hug, and she's kind of almost crying. Yeah. She did cry. She There was definitely she a was tear definitely rolling. definitely a tear, and this is the scene I was just talking That's about. That's the crew. So all of them there, 
got Dio and BB-8 there. No R2 for whatever fucking reason. I guess maybe the grass is really bad on his wheels. <laughs> you got Chewie in the background with his uh, his bowcaster. Mm-hmm. And then... So I guess this could be indoor, but it could just be like right by an ocean on indoor or something. That's, That's true. That area That's we might true. not have ever seen. Yeah. But although they do say like, it's a forest planet. Like, it's nothing but fucking There's forest. It's a forest. So, I don't know. I mean, I would imagine the debris of the Death Star... Well, and there was two Death Stars that blew up. Yeah. Uh, I was assuming this might be Death Star 2 based off of what happens directly afterwards. Whenever we get this line uh, delivered from Luke and then you hear the yeah. screen got to black and you hear Palpatine laugh. Yeah. Which I didn't immediately assume Palpatine, but everyone else in the world did. And also then it was kind of not really confirmed, but also kind of confirmed. He came out on the stage afterwards. Ian McDermott did? Yep. Cool. They were just letting you know, like, hey, Palpatine's here. That wow. was his laugh. And so they definitely are not burying that one at all. So they didn't say necessarily, like, if this is an old laugh or whatever, but he's there for something, whether it be showing, like, filming new How, shit or, you know, from or it could the be past, like a or, back, he's a ghost guiding yeah. kind of thing. She's going to have a, Ray's going to have a, the devil angel going on and it's going to be Luke and Palpatine on her. Yeah. So this is the thing that I had heard as a, fan theory um from different people saying it so if we go and tie back in all the way to the very beginning um like episode one or episode four episode one okay um so i don't know how far back we're going we'll go to actually episode three so we've got palpatine here um and then he starts telling the old um let me see what was the about dark darth plagueis the wise yes uh people were saying that Darth Plagueis the Wise, whenever he's telling the story, he would have been, because he's so powerful and knows how to manipulate the Metachlorian into life mm -hmm. and knows how to do all of these things, and it's also been shown that he knows how to do other specific things, that uh, he should have known that Palpatine was getting ready to strike him down and kill him. Yes. And he was grazing a young apprentice. Um, somebody that he, you know, knew that could carry on a legacy whenever he passed, you know, that Sith apprentice relationship. Also and similar that, to like Vader, like Palpatine had to have known what Vader was getting ready to do. Yeah. It wasn't like a surprise. Well, the whole thing, what they were saying was people were theorizing that. Is that a cat? That's your cats. Yeah. Oh, um, I didn't know what it was. I was just like, that's a weird noise. That's not cat like, um, People were theorizing that before he gets killed completely, that he transfers his life into Palpatine and basically takes over Palpatine's body. And that oh. Palpatine is, at that point in time, Darth Plagueis the Wise and always has been. Is that why he ages so oddly and yes. kind of like gets gross? Yeah. Well, he gets gross after the... The lightning hits him back, uh, remember, because right. like yeah. Mace does it back to him. And that's stuff. right, yeah. But still, I mean, he's he's a pretty older guy anyways, and he still looks pretty youthful and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was people were saying that's a speculation. That's why he knew, you know, Anakin was somebody to watch um, and why he was grooming Anakin. It could be another young person that's incredibly powerful to hop into. Is there also a, a theory out there that Palpatine was the one who manipulated who got Shimmy Skywalker pregnant. That's through, that's like, in a comic even. Okay. Actually. That's, that's then that's like been Legends that, line, like Dark Horse. Yeah, kind they, of. they showed something in there where he was the one that did that, which if that was the case and that was still 
not Palpatine, but it was Darth Plagueis the Wise that did that, then he could have been creating life inside of her as Palpatine. I see. To bring about a new apprentice that he could take over. Mm -hmm. That's why he is so powerful, because he used his own metachlorian to manipulate and give her, you know, life inside of her. Yeah. Um, so he's grooming Anakin, knows that this is the next strong thing, knows Anakin has a son eventually, and then realizes, oh, I can manipulate the son, and the son will be the one, because I can tell that Luke is even more powerful than what Anakin was. Yeah. And, um apparently doesn't realize that Darth is getting ready to change and uh, gets murdered whenever that happens. Um, so what the speculation with it was is that somehow Plagueis' spirit is able to still remain alive, either attached to Palpatine's body or unattached, mm -hmm. and is on the broken Death Star that is on Endor. I see. And realizes that um, he needs a new vessel to hop into. So uh, it has been since read, like they have backstory for Snoke. Um, and Snoke and some of his people before becoming what he became, mm -hmm. um, they were like scavenger type people. Not scavenger, like they were, I don't know really what the word to think of. They were looking on the ship and stuff as like scavengers to find things to kinda get like kind of rich. Yeah, was. in a way was, yeah. yeah. But, you know, much, much larger scale. Like, this is a business business, mm -hmm. not just I'm trying to buy food. Yeah. Um, and he jumps into Snoke as the vessel because before, at that point in time, he just wanted to live and didn't necessarily want to, like, rule an empire kind of a thing. And that he comes into contact with Kylo, realizing that this is another offspring of a Skywalker, and starts grooming Kylo, thinking, I'm going to jump into this guy because he's super powerful as well. And uh, speculation of what happens in Episode Eight was that he was registering and people were thinking that he was reading Kylo's mind of how he's going to kill Rey, but he saw him killing Snoke. Um, because up until the point when that next scene happens, he has nothing to do with, uh, with you know, Kylo and wanting to rule the Empire. Kylo doesn't want to do any of that stuff. He doesn't mm -hmm. want to be a ruler of the First Order or a Supreme Leader or anything like that. So he sees his own death, uses his body, and then gets into Kylo somehow. Um, and the next time we see him, he is basically saying, I'm the Supreme Leader. Whenever everything happens after Rey, he's trying to get Rey because he realizes Rey is even more powerful than Kylo and is just like, come with me. You know, we can forget all of this. And maybe trying to do like the, I'm going to groom you and teach you these ways and we'll be close together and I can, you know, take, you, take over you too as well. And the whole premise of it was like, he never wanted to be Supreme Leader or anything, but then like the next scenes that we see, he's like, claiming he's the supreme leader takes over power and responsibility and he's like still Plagueis inside of him and I guess what they were saying was like maybe whenever we see this scene on the Death Star that they're going on to maybe they find either like old holocrones or they come into contact with Palpatine or Palpatine's ghost or something to that effect and they find out what happened with Plagueis this whole time and they realize that he is inside of Kylo and that the whole premise of what happens closer toward the end is 
Ray trying to save Kylo because she knows that Kylo could be inherently good and he just has this evil spirit inside of him that needs to be rescued. I hope that's not it. I hope that we haven't been watching nine movies of possession and they're going to have an evil exorcism of, an, of a Sith. I don't <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I hope not too, but I was just saying that was somebody's so, speculation. Uh, like they thought that like the whole reason why we even brought up uh, Plagueis the Wise a long time ago was just to still make him canonical and carry on everything throughout all of this. I don't think J.J. would do that. I don't think he would either. It doesn't but. seem like J.J.'s M.O. I would rather than After just I read be like... It, it was something I did want to share with you because yeah. I was just like, that seems weird to me. I don't know if I necessarily like it at all, but at the same time, it was weird enough that I wanted to bring it up just to kind of get your reaction. I would rather than be like... Palpatine survived because Luke survived when he was dropped down a shaft, so why couldn't Palpatine also survive? That's true. And uh, and then just be like, I'm back, bitches. Like, I would rather that than them be like, there is an evil spirit that's been possessing the Skywalker family for the last 60 years. But the really crazy thing is, though, too, like, if they're trying to still retcon things and tie things together and make it all kind of have a nice, neat little bow on it yeah. by the end of it, that... I really want to know why or how Snoke became so fucking powerful because you see him do some crazy shit for the brief period that he's alive in that second movie. Yeah. That seems like super strong force-wise. Yeah. He might not be a good combatant, but like force-wise, he was like crazy powerful. That's true. Yeah. So I was just wondering like what is it about the force for him that he seems like he's so strong? Yeah. You know, what who trained him to do that if they were yeah. going to be like Oh, Sheev or Shreve, whatever Palpatine's yeah. real name is, like, really was alive, and he groomed him as an apprentice, even though he knew he couldn't fight, yeah. and then just used him to kind of get to Kylo kind could of a be. thing or whatever. Or you could just be like, like, Ray popped up and was just like, I'm an awesome Jedi, and she didn't really have much training to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. So it could be just like the evil version of that. Um, yeah, I'm down. I watched this trailer probably four times when it first came out. Almost shed a tear. Uh, of excitement or whatever. Oh, I was excited. I had goosebumps the whole time. This thing, uh... Not the book. Huh? Not the books. What books? The Goosebumps books. Oh, okay. I had goosebumps the whole time. <laughs> so not the books. Thing. There's a dummy in my closet. What's the... I don't know. There's titles. Yeah, there's all kinds of things. Um, but the, the trailer itself was all it took for me to realize that, uh, Star Wars is my thing. Like, yeah, the the uh, couple Star weeks, Wars is my Bible. When we were talking about like, what if I got into one thing like, and it was my my jam, my Jamie jam, and it was like the one thing I was really obsessed with, instead of being like crazy about everything, and I was like, yeah, that one thing is Star Wars. It always has been. I don't know why I ever even questioned it. Um, you know, I you take away DC, take away Marvel, take away any of that, and none of it matters because like Star Wars is my thing. Um, has been since I was a kid. Like that's what I grew up on was Star Wars. Me too. Uh, so it was it was real easy. After that, I was like, oh yeah, I can like other things, but you know, Star Wars is the one thing I want to continuously know more and more about. Um, and it, this trailer confirmed it. Uh, how do what do you feel about it being the quote unquote last Star Wars movie as far as the sagas go? Like, do you think this is truly the end of the, the Star Wars main title. Like, we're going to see, obviously, a Star Wars story, and we're going to see a lot of those kinds of movies. And Well, I mean, apart from the Old Republic ones, they, they did say at the end of it, too, that at the celebration that once this movie is out, 
that they have no plans of doing any more Star Wars stories or any Star Wars properties for at least a decade. So oh, after really? this is out, there's going to be a 10-year gap where we won't have a movie in theaters of Star Wars at oh, wow. any given time. So until... they're saying that even like the one that Ryan Johnson's working those on... Are, they're going to be working on that those and getting are... everything perfected for at least the next 10 years. Holy cow. Yeah, so we'll have a 10-year gap the of shows, obviously. Yeah. And, and yeah, like Mandalorian and all the other side stories that are shows on that app. The Cassian like a, thing. Yeah, and... all that stuff's going to still go. But, the but movie... there's no more side alone, side stories or Star Wars proper wow. stuff for at least another ten years. They say. and then and do you think that they are done with the the Star Wars main title? Like, will we see an episode ten ever? No, not as far as in the continuity we go with. You think they're done with, with this? With we that. might get like a, maybe the Johnson movies are the ones that he's writing that he's doing with uh, Benioff and Weiss. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe those will end up being like a, a Star Wars Episode One, The Old Republic. That's what I think. You know, Star like Wars they'll, Episode Two. They'll, they'll renumber. Then maybe they'll renumber, but it'll just be based off of that new story. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know. They might do something like Star Wars: The Old Republic Saga, and then give a title to it or something. You know what I mean? Like they'll yeah. do something a little longer that way, just kind of differentiate mm-hmm. it. But I agree. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Mm-hmm. I it would be. I think to me it would be kind of stupid if they just if they wanted to continue with episodes. It since it's a whole new thing and we know it is. You got to do a thing, different story. You can just do episode one with it. Yeah, I think you do episode one with a like you said like a Star Wars: The Old Republic. Star Wars episode, episode one. one: The Old Republic and episode two, uh, like Rise of the Sith or something yeah. like that. Instead of Revenge of the Sith, you, cre- you, know you know keep I mean? them you like everything. a Star Wars blah 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 episode one. Mm-hmm. Like you you give it a, a subtitle. Is yeah, that what that's that'd called? be a subtitle. Um, so speaking of the Mandalorian, we got a trailer for Mandalorian. I didn't get to see the trailer for the Mandalorian. Um, I saw like a a, a a phone video of it. From... Somebody else wanted said somebody somebody uploaded it onto YouTube after what the snippet they showed. It yeah. was just just a quick teaser or something, I guess. Yeah, it was like uh, maybe like a minute and a half. But uh, no official trailer ever no. came out yet. Um, it looks good though. I mean, it looks very grounded from what I saw of it. I watched it on my phone screen, so it wasn't like giant blown up to really appreciate the whole thing but right. um it looks like it's right on par with everything they're they're it doesn't look like the quality is down because it's a tv show i mean it's disney they're gonna throw all the money at it no matter what um but i'm excited for it it definitely seems like we're gonna get a, a really good uh just live action grounded star wars story where it's you're not gonna get a lot of crazy space travel jedi stuff you're gonna get a lot of like what it's like on the ground level of like a tattooing and stuff like that um but before we get too far from anything star wars oriented because i'm sure we'll talk about more disney plus stuff here in a minute yeah i got um, more star wars even okay um there's this list of 25 wonderfully weird star wars character names this isn't the same list that I saw, but I saw a picture of some of these weird character names. Mm-hmm. I thought some of them were fun to uh, to talk about. Yeah. Or at least just to kind of go over. Um, so we got Dudbolt. I didn't know that was that guy's name. He's another, like, of the Civil I don't even remember him. Seal uh, Bibble. I think I remember that because I had a card of him, like the trading cards. Mm-hmm. Shumai. Uh, this guy over here's name is... Sweet Connor Con Concorkill. They just made up names because they, they were did. Like, this is a There's some game. really good ones later on though. Lotha Samova. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually uh, big in the the Poe Dameron comic book. Yeah. Uh, we've got 
Is this this no? That's from the, this this guy. So that's Lola. There's no picture for Lola Samova. This is Aloy Eitzi. Oh, okay, that's yeah. that guy. And then King Katuk no Ko. This one I love. Uh, this guy in the bar scene in uh, Attack of the Clones. His name is Ellen Sleesbagno. So Sleesbag. <laughs> um, he's the one that tries to offer him some. Uh, what's the drug that oh, they I take? Remember. It's, I forget what spice. It's is it spice? I think that they spice is from Dune. I think they That's have. The spice. I think they do spice, but I don't know if spice is just like actual spice in in Star Wars. But they do sm- smuggle spice. Uh, Gafferky Lindswin. We got Mart Mart Matten. Slow and low, <laughs> the musicians. We got Jack Porkins. Porkins, yeah, I love Porkins. Uh, Klaatu and Barda, which sounds like they're from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, there were some really good ones that was in the list that might not be on here. They're they're more like stupid ones, like Sleaze Bago. Oh, um, that's funny. Cicatro Visago, Tote Ra. It seems like they're they're pulling like just complicated Gen- names. General here. Worm, <laughs> Loathsome, <laughs> Malaki and Relaki. Mm-hmm. So is the this is his supposed to be his brother? I don't know. Is that what's his face? Yeah. Is that Rod, Rod Howard's brother? Yeah. So they're supposed to, maybe they're supposed to be brothers. That'd be cool. This guy, that's his whole name. They call him Pow from Rogue One. Oh. Pawdok Drab Takat Sop Dendraki Nick Lanky Tiki Vec Nick Nesifi Lekik. I can't believe you just tried you just went for it. Got Salacious Crumb. Yeah. He's got an awesome name. A Beezer Fortuna. <laughs> Lieutenant Milton Punda. <laughs> Baron Papanoida. Therm Scissor Punch. That's a fucking rad name, though. I don't think that's a stupid name. I like the name Scissor Punch. And he's like, uh, he's got claws. Delete Canto, Canto Blight people. I guess they all have unique names that are in here that I'm uh. not going to read. There was one that was the, one of the names of a sand person. Um, it's the one that does the... And where he's uh, provoking... Uh, that sounds very Wookiee. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's provoking uh, Luke and Obi-Wan saves him. Mm-hmm. That one has a name and it's like... And it's like U-G-H-R-R-R. And then there's an R with an apostrophe, an R with an apostrophe, and an R at the end of it. So it's like, R, 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 R. And that's just like supposed to be actual given name. Wow. I just thought that was crazy. Tell me your Star Wars news. I'm sorry. Um, so we, so the Mandalorian looks cool. Going to be awesome. Going to be at least getting one or two episodes for the launch of Disney+. Plus. Sounds like they're going to release it kind of mm-hmm. in sections after that. It's going to be huge. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, then we have the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order teaser that was released. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we got our, our main character, mm-hmm. which is uh, played by Cameron from mm-hmm. the Gotham series. The the little redhead Joker fella. Um, and it looks good. It looks like it's just like a... And I know it's not for any reason specifically. But it looks like you could say, this is the next uh, in the series of Jedi Force Unleashed. Like... Kind of, yeah. Maybe, like, I don't, it seems he like it's I don't know if he's feel. supposed to be like that uber powerful though. No, I don't mean like that. I mean like yeah. just the, the the look visually, the yeah. vibe. It just looks like 
the next console version of that game series. I like the whole hiding in plain sight concept of it, though, too. Like, yeah. I don't know that that won't play much other than just in the story, because obviously when you're playing, it's going to be boring if you're trying to stealth your way through. I couldn't imagine doing a stealth action game in this context. Yeah. But I like that conceptually as far as the story goes. Looks um, like they've got a massive story behind it. Yeah, I don't know what they're supposed to be the characters. Like, the I guess the, the black, like, slim mask person as like the imperial helmet those mm-hmm. are supposed to be i guess just empire hunters of jedi or something oh, okay. is that what those are i don't know um i so don't know she seems like she had force abilities because closer toward the end of the trailer whenever you see that character hop down just has its hand on the the glass and the glass starts cracking but it's not even touching it is it a uh, oh, what are they called shit yeah it probably is a jedi hunter yeah, they're um, not. They're, it wasn't like it wasn't in red. You know, it was in all black. It was like an. It wasn't one of the called? Imperial Guard people, but it no, was what something are they, else. What are they called? It's gonna drive me nuts now. I gotta. Uh, Jedi uh, hunters. I don't know what it's called. Darth Vader's one of the greatest Jedi hunters in the gonna, history of the galaxy. It's gonna get to me. Um, Grievous is a gen, is a feared Jedi hunter. So this is uh, the story of a girl. No. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, <laughs> you throw me so off when you do that shit. <laughs> um, see now I don't even know what I'm saying. When she anymore. smiles, I'm gonna just pull up a, a snippet from the video so you can see what the I'm, character looks I'm like. I'm finding the, a certain uh, a certain word uh, that I need to find. You know a word? Yeah, I'm looking for a word. Okay. Um, but so essentially. This takes place after, 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 after episode three, after the after Order, Order sixty six has happened. Yeah, which I guess is you technically hear, after you hear episode that in, two. In the yes, in the trailer, you see him picking up an old holocrone from what looked like the body of a. Um, there, that's that 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 thing is what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, that's yeah. it. That's what's like hunting uh, him. His name is Cal. Cal, Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis, one of the surviving mem- last surviving members of Order 66. And he was only a Padawan. Oh. And he's on the run. So, I don't know. I guess maybe he's able to suppress his powers and that's not so bad because he's not as powerful as like Obi-Wan in them or whatever. Or maybe he can't control his his ability to yeah, because he, he is a Padawan. Absolutely. That could be absolutely that, that this is true. Um... No, I'm trying to look for a word that I can't find. Um, I'll know it. It's essentially the uh, the Sith uh, like Jedi hunters mm-hmm. that are all through uh, Star Wars Rebels. Oh, okay. Uh, I've never watched Rebels, so that's that explains why I don't know what you're talking about. They have a um, certain name to them. So we got the trailer. We got that. We got a message from EA saying that this is a, a for sure pure single player experience mm-hmm. people were questioning whether they were going to we get another battle from their typical ea um thing but ea like doesn't do. have anything to do with it right uh they're yeah they're the manufacturers oh they're, they're still manufacturing their respawn okay. is the developer yes, of the yeah. game they're the publisher I so see. they're under um ea's roof as far as that's concerned i gotcha okay. um so EA came out and said that everything surrounding it uh, is zero multiplayer. There is no microtransactions in it whatsoever. Yes, yeah. Um, they talk about uh, some of the possibilities as far as the story goes. You know, just kind of giving us like what I just kind of briefly ran over mm-hmm. what we already talked about a little bit. But it looks super good. I'm, I'm excited for yeah. it. Um, I'm. It's been 
how long was it since Star Wars Force Unleashed 2 came out? Um, oh gosh, that was, uh, was that a PlayStation 2 title or PlayStation 3? No, those are PS3 and Xbox. Both of them are? Yeah. Okay. Um, so probably, I'm going to say 2011. That's my, that's my educated guess. Uneducated guess. Let's see how close I am. 2010, you're close. Ooh, October even. October 2010. It's like two months away and I would have been on the spot. But yeah, so we got, that's been now nine years since we've got a pretty good story-driven game from uh, that Star Wars perspective. Yeah. We've got some crappy multiplayer ones that didn't weren't up to snuff. They're getting better, I think. I think uh, Battlefront 2 has now finally got to the point where, you know, they, they dumbed down on the... the expectation as far as like buying microtransactions they're still mm-hmm. there but you don't have to basically do it to get further as far as their level and stuff are concerned. yeah you can just get new outfits um, and stuff like that and they did yeah. a, a small story within it that uh, that was pretty cool it seemed like mm-hmm. and you played through it, right yeah yeah i did it I was did it not. was a pretty cool story i, I liked uh, playing as that that squadron it, it was cool playing from the perspective of a bad guy that wasn't like an inherently good person oh you know what i mean like they were basically getting to the point where I was creating the First Order at that point. I see. Um, between Episodes 6 and 7 is whenever that storyline took place. So, um, and something we'll probably run into, I imagine, with this game are the Inquisitors. That's what I was going for. So Inquisitors are a group of Force-sensitive, individually known... Uh, it was a group of Force-sensitives, individually known as Inquisitors, and are sometimes called Red Blades or dismissively mystics by Imperial officers who were recruited by the Galactic Empire to hunt down the Jedi who survived Order 66 and any other Force-sensitive children. So in Rebels, you get a lot of Inquisitor action. There's like three different ones that you end up... Uh, they end up facing through the Rebels series. But yeah, that absolutely looks like... like- if you had this guy and you put that black mask on him, that looks like it could be very similar. That's true. He's even got the he's got the shoulder on there. Yeah, so it, so it could off. look like if he had that mask on, he could probably be that person. So that's maybe true. that is what. This, this so it could be an inquisitor that's yeah. that's hunting. But that's a pretty cool storyline. I think that was all introduced in Rebels, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure there was saying that there are ties to Rebels in some of this, which the storyline makes sense because it's right after the Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, kind there's of an Inquisitor that was supposed to be in uh, Force Unleashed 2. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He's on the cover of one of the editions, that thing is. Like the Sith edition or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Sith edition, yeah. that's what it is. So that's like one of the armors that you that you can... I don't know if you can get this armor, if you go like bad in that game or whatever, but that's that's one of them that's on there. So did Starkiller end up becoming a somewhat of an Inquisitor, would you say? Like, is that I guess kind of... if you played bad, but I mean, as... At, in the second one, you're a clone of Starkiller. Oh, I didn't you're know Because I think Starkiller is like dead in the, in the first one proper. I see. Um, depending on what ending you get, I guess, mm-hmm. or whatever. But the ending they went with in the second one, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure you're playing as a clone. And that clone is meant to be designed to like do everything that Vader says, mm-hmm. but obviously gets his own kind of free will and just you do whatever you want to do again. Gotcha. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for another Star Wars character action. Anything that Star Wars I can get my hands on. At yes, this point. absolutely. Um, you want to talk about Disney Plus? Yes, yeah, so we got some screenshots that I was able to get, like uh, like the Lady in the Tramp live action. No, I just meant like of what the actual like this guy here. Did you see what the the main thing looks like here? Did you see? Nope. Lady in the Tramp. 
Oh, they're cute. It looks like two dogs. It is two dogs. That's what that's what the Lady in the Tramp live action movie that releases exclusively on the Disney Plus app is going to look like. I'm going to watch it. I probably will too for my kids. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I just meant like this. How yes. The, uh, the layout of the it, layout sure. of the actual app itself and stuff. How you can see the different properties. Like we're going to have National Geographic Channel on their proper uh, since they own all of that mm-hmm. too. A lot of the stuff that you see that you can have access to on Hulu seems like it's going to be on here too. So I think it's going to duplicate and have a lot of that stuff on both apps, maybe. Um, Which is going to be hard not to, since they own so much of Hulu. I yeah, imagine they 60%. want it. Yeah, they at want this point now. Now that they that went through, because they've got like everything that's ABC is now under the Disney umbrella now. It always has been. ABC well, no, I'm just talking about like anything that's on there too, like this Disney Fox acquisition. Yeah, any of that stuff that's all under their umbrella. I'm pretty sure the last time I looked, it said after the Fox acquisition was complete it's officially 60 or 65 percent of hulu is all well their shares are yeah the well, shares they own like they the shares. own that that's yeah. on there so yeah that I, makes well, sense the, like not even sure. the properties like their actual ownership of hulu itself the company i wonder if they'll keep their majority share the the stuff that like kevin smith and stuff's writing for for howard the duck specifically on hulu as a hulu original or if they're actually going to have any kind of crossover with it i bet it'll stay on hulu i'm my guess is and i don't know you what they end up getting their titles on is that we're going to see everything age appropriate moving over or at least being duly on disney plus and hulu but anything that's more adult is going to stay on the hulu that makes sense um I think that's what I would imagine because they're not. Doesn't seem like Disney Plus is going to compete in the live TV department either. So you know the live TV stuff's going to stay on Hulu. The adult stuff's going to stay on Hulu, and they're going to move over like the kid friendly PG thirteen and below. I would so imagine. So the lowest one screen price point that we have for Disney Plus is five ninety nine. Six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. I think so. Okay, I thought it was five. Maybe it is five ninety nine. I didn't have it written down. I thought I thought it was five ninety nine. Because I feel like it's six bucks. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we got six six dollars as far as the lowest price point. I would assume that that's the price. That's the only price they gave. But my thing in my in my head, that's like, oh, you're gonna have one TV, one screen viewing it, kind of a thing. Maybe not have like everything in HD or something to that effect. Probably do the same setup as Hulu is. Like Hulu, like they'll basic. have like a specific package or something. Maybe you'll get ads or whatever that'll be mm-hmm. on there too. Or if you want to get the ad free version, you pay like nine dollars or something. They're not like supposed that. to have ads on it at all, though. Okay. From well, what maybe, I heard, maybe they'll do that that separation. They'll just have my my thing could with ads. Good. All I was gonna say is maybe it'll just be ads for other Disney shit. That could be, yeah. You could show an ad on there for like if it came out now, they would show an ad for in game. You got Hulu ad free. Yes. Do they still give you ads of their shows like Hulu originals? Not usually, no. 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 Okay. That's why I, I didn't know if maybe that would be something they would try to do. Like if there's another Disney movie coming out, like if we got this end of the year and they were like oh we're gonna make a live action version of aladdin 2 now and aladdin 2 <laughs> like prince of thieves that was three king of thieves that was three three what was two i don't remember uh two is whenever jafar is return of jafar yeah that's it ah we got evil one he's a genie we got there um yeah because the other one was the third one that was a straight to dvd one that was about his dad yeah it was good um i got him i own i love him Disney Plus is also going to be available on all streaming media platforms, including the Switch, which yeah. I thought was cool because Switch is very picky about what it's had on it so far. I mean, it's only got YouTube now, it has Hulu now, a couple of streaming services that are Japanese only, like a Japanese-based uh, services that you can get if you have a Japanese going. No, um, I forgot what it's called. It starts with an N. 
Um, but it, it's basically just Japanese shows or only. That's, mm. a, that's what's on it. Um, um, but just a, uh, just a handful of uh, apps that are on there in the first place. But I don't know if we'll even get Netflix before we get this on on the Switch. We might. This might I just gotcha. be like they'll have Hulu, this, and YouTube, and be like, oh, cool. Well, we've yeah. got Disney-oriented things, and we've got YouTube mm-hmm. on our Switches. Um, November 12th is the release date, mm-hmm. and it is six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. Yep. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so we are, that's U.S. release date. There's a wider global rollout afterwards. Um, I imagine we'll probably get like Canada and, you know, we'll get into the European I think countries. I thought I remember them saying something to the effect of that whenever it rolls out first, maybe not necessarily on that date, you've got most of your European nations, so like your U.K., France, Germany, places like that, um, and then yeah, Canada, but not like a huge worldwide spread yet. Yeah. So we're going to get exclusively the Simpsons are going to be on this thing, which tells me that they're probably cutting down or at least minimizing what is on the FX like apps and stuff. Like I can get right on on FX app right now and I can watch a lot of Simpsons. Yeah. So they must be, they're going to move a lot of that away from those kind of free, depending on what your TV service is, um, which is interesting. Um, where they have confirmed the logo for Falcon and Winter Soldier, so I'm assuming that that show is actually greenlit and isn't in the development stages any any longer. That was. I wonder when that's supposed to take place. Uh, like as far as timeline. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I not I haven't heard that they've said anything, um, but it uh, it seems like they're. That is going to be maybe their first one. They still are talking about the, uh, like if the it's Scarlet them, Witch. Them just the, meeting up or something, and maybe it's like the point in time that happens shortly after Civil War. Maybe it's like a gap of time that happens between then and him going to Wakanda or something like that. I bet it is what happens after Captain America dies in Endgame. You think he's going to die? Oh, yeah. You sure? Mm-hmm. Because then they have to figure out who's going to be the next Captain America. Is it going to be Falcon or Winter Soldier? It doesn't so have it's to gonna... be Captain America. It does. They don't have. They don't have to have. They have Captain to have a Captain America. No. Yeah. So this is going to be them picking it up, going, "All right, what are we going to do?" And they're both going to be like arguing over who's the next Captain America, and that's going to be their miniseries leading up to the next Avengers event, which will then be like, "Here's your new Captain America," based yeah. on the miniseries that you should have seen on Disney Plus. Um, we're getting a Sandlot series, evidently, or at least in development, uh, on the Disney Plus. I didn't realize that that was a Disney property. Yeah. Um, but we we talked about the Disney the Sandlot series before, but it's it's going to be on Disney Plus. And that's uh, like the whole old cast coming back and stuff too, right? Yes. And yeah. then uh, Toy I Story. I would imagine at this point it's like their kids are in the Sandlot. And I would imagine it would have to be. It'd be kind of funny if it was still them trying to play baseball. Or it's like, like forty a, years old. Be funny to do like a what's that that uh, football movie is called the replacements the uh, Keanu Reeves yeah yeah is that what it's called yeah. when they they call in like the the people who because their football players are on strike and so they yeah. pull in all these uh-huh. random people that'd be funny if they did like the replacements version of with that the, the baseball and you know, it was like the an, MLB, an MLB team yes like the Cardinals are all on strike so now we've got they pull this crew the Sandlot yeah <laughs> that'd be awesome. Um, and then Toy Story 4 is getting two spinoffs potentially being developed for the Disney Plus app. One of them being Forky Asks a Question, uh, wherein Forky, our new, uh, uh-huh. our new friend, our new spork friend, asks Forky, questions. Yeah. Go figure. 
And uh, then the other one is uh, supposed to be um, Bo Peep's kind of story of what she's been up to and why she's all uh, Kung Fu Master now. Yeah. Uh, potentially. So we'll see. Um, also, there is a, uh, this is the one I'm most excited about, uh, on National Geographic, which is part of that, as you said. Yes. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is going to have a show called The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Um, in which he does different uh, kind of travely things and does that. So that should be super awesome mm-hmm. because we all know Jeff Goldblum's the shit. He he is uh, he is the one and only true um, entertainment to the entire world. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> he's the he's the mogul as far as like everything is concerned. Uh, yeah, movies, music. Uh, oh yeah, because he's yeah. a jazz musician. He's he? a jazz musician now. That's uh, right. I a forgot. lot of shit. He does a lot of things. There's uh, there's some other things that are also on there. I, I think they made it a big deal that like whenever it officially launches, that uh, Captain Marvel will be available day one on there. Oh really? Yeah, that's cool. Um, along with other properties of it too. Um, they also show which I don't know if it's part of the acquisition, but. One of the things in the screenshot shows that we actually have uh, the old Star Wars movies on here, too. That makes sense, because that's part of the Fox. Yeah, so at least on day one, we'll have uh, one through eight available on that app to be able yeah. to watch as well. As I well assume, as our... I assume the side stories. Yeah, let's say too. our saga stories. Um, um, I doubt the Christmas special or the Ewoks movies. Um, I doubt that, but I know we'll be able to finally, uh, we'll get Clone Wars back. Yep. Um, we'll get they took Rebels and stuff. Netflix this past month, right? Yes. And we'll get uh, Rebels and stuff on there yeah. too, since we'll have more of one of, was it Rebels that's coming back or is it Clone Wars? Clone Wars is coming back. Okay, so that's, yeah, I was going to say, both of those will be on there too, so we'll be able to have a place to watch yeah. all of your Star Wars. Um, I can't remember, I want to say they had at lunch, at launch, <laughs> at lunch, <laughs> at launch, it's going to have at least... I wanted to say it was Marvel. I think they said 25 major Marvel movies at launch. Um, How many is there? Total? Yeah. Like 50 something? Not of the like MCU movies. Including everything. I mean, it's like 50. Like all the old stuff. Something. Yeah. The animated movies yeah. and everything. Oh, like okay. you're t- I'm talking about like if it's a Marvel property based thing. Like uh, even the X Men, X1 through 3. Oh, okay. Uh, Fantastic Four, both of those movies. Blade. Um, yeah, Blade, any of that stuff. I think it's like, there's like 56 or 57 movies total. Wow. But I think they said like 25 of which will be available day one. Cool. And one of them is Captain Marvel, so it'll be on there day one. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. It should be out by on Blu ray and stuff. Yeah, it'll be out well, way before well that. Well, past yeah. that. Um, I would be more curious as, as as to if they were going to put Endgame on there, too, at that point, um, which it should have been out by then, too. I would wonder if they yeah, were putting down the Avengers sagas. Because they took... Uh, in, Netflix had released Infinity War in December from a May release, so they were talking about November to a, from a May release, so I would imagine you're completely right that yeah. we should get Endgame I on I think that. they were just making a bigger deal because at this point in time, Marvel is like... Captain Marvel is like the biggest the movie that was just movie out. that's just out yeah. prior to us getting that. that makes like, sense. Yeah, I would like a, you know like Avengers and Far From Home might be the ones that we would want to try and keep an eye on to see if they would come over. Yeah, um, I'm excited for this. I'm gonna buy it at that price point. It's hard to pass up. At least to to, yeah, to be involved the, in be, the front. To me, 
what I would do would be keep Disney Plus full time, and then I'll buy Netflix whenever there's shows that are coming back. I'm canceling Netflix like yeah. next month. It's going down. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Netflix for now. Probably after we binge watch season three of uh, of Stranger Things, we'll probably cut it off. Yeah, but that's gonna be what I'll do. Is I'll just I'm gonna pop it in for a month, watch whatever show I need to, yeah. drop it again. I just heard that the season three of Santa Clarita Diet is this one that just came out yeah. is potentially the last. I think they're canceling. I gotcha. So there's not. I mean, uh, there's good original shows on there. There's don't great get me wrong, stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. But there's a lot of shit that's on there that I'm just like, I don't know if I've never even watched it or if I truly care about it or if it's something that's like, I want to watch Altered Carbon because I heard it's really good yeah. and I want to see it. And it's only on Netflix, and I think it got picked up for a third season, and I don't know if they're going to get mm-hmm. any more past that, but first two seasons did well enough that they, I think, are picking it up for another one. But that's one of those things, you know, like, if I can watch it by the time I'm done with July, or, you know, next time something comes around where there be Stranger Things or something, I really want to watch this Netflix original thing, get that back and be like, okay, now we'll watch season also one of this, other thing. and then we'll cancel it for four or five months, and then pick it up whenever another show comes back on. And watch season two of that thing. Yeah. And kind of just play it that way. Yeah. But it's going to be one of those things. I'm, I'm about to be done with it now. It's it's going to be, by the time taxes and everything are done, like basically $20 for yeah. my package. And that's, yep. that's fucking ridiculous. I pay, that's that's like almost half of what we pay for Hulu. Yeah, live with live TV. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So and I'm, I'm sure that we're not the only two also. Um, but in the positive side of Netflix news... Um, Mike Myers is getting a, a new Netflix show. Yeah, I heard he's going to he, play multiple characters. Yeah, kind of, a, kind of another like a Austin Powers setup type like thing. That. Yeah. yeah, which he tends to do. Wonder so, if it'll be uh, inherently goofy, hackney show type of thing. Not that it's going to be serious. I, I'm assuming comedy. Yeah. But I mean, if it's going to be in the vein of like writing that they did with more fantasyful, like. Uh, like something that we got from Love Guru or Austin Powers, that kind of a thing, or if it be more down to earth love story, like we got with so I, you know, married an axe murderer mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Uh, you know, if it's going to be more realistic, or if it's going to be some kind of a fantasy type thing. My guess is it'll be more like uh, like a stretched reality, kind of like a like an Austin Powersy type situation where it'll be because it, I think he'll he'll want to do what he's done with those characters. Um, a lot more. I think that uh, that's what people want out of him. And it'll be a, a stretched reality. Even Wayne's World's kind of a stretched reality. Yeah, to a certain extent. Like, that's what I meant. Like it's more of like stretched reality is probably, I guess, the best term for it. Yeah. I feel like so. I married Nax Murder was more of like a love story, and it was more grounded as an individual. Like he's a real everyday person, mm-hmm. as opposed to Austin Powers is like more fantasyful. You yeah. know, I don't know if that's the right word. You know, mm-hmm. more of a fantasy type character. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's yeah. not really a lot of time travel and freezing people and not still real mojo life, no. and things like that. Um, Netflix is also testing out a random button, oh, uh, so that you can randomly random episode of your your favorite TV show. Great, uh, kind of to I guess which is something like I would catering I, to the people that watch The Office. Yeah, kind of and that's exactly that's one of the shows that they're actually testing yeah. it on. That makes sense. Um, I wouldn't have done it on The Office. I would have done it like Friends would have been my go-to, but yeah. but it's they've got like a, a small uh, section of shows and I checked on my Netflix and it wasn't on there yet, so I don't know if it's in like a different region that they're testing it out. Um, they do but, a lot of stuff like testing and it has a broader selection in UK for some reason. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, it it there's different rules. 
I, I guess, think, yeah. I think there's different... That's why, like, the UK's got, like, the the uh, DC Universe TV shows are in, like, they're on their Netflix and stuff like that. So there's different rules outside of the United States, I believe, when it comes to Netflix and, and rights. Um, but, yeah, a randomi- randomizer's cool. It seems like it's kind of a way to compete with um, some of the live TV desires. It's like... I don't want to watch a show all the way through. I'd like to just kind of throw it on and then you never know what you're going to get and be like, oh, I like this episode. Uh, you kind of get that feel from live TV. So it seems like it might be might be a cool little add-on. You're uh, cool. A little add-on. <laughs> I am. Uh, I know I am. Let's go on some other news. Uh, I'm sure it's kind of still tied to everything we've been kind of talking about, especially when we were talking about DC. I should have mentioned it, but... Uh, the Game of Thrones actor that plays Jor Mormont, uh, Ian Glenn, got cast to play Bruce Wayne in Titans. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Um, He's an older fella. Yeah. So it makes me excited. I mean, it makes sense in that same vein that is our Dick Grayson, our Nightwing, is supposed to be, what, mm-hmm. 20-something at that yeah. point in time. So it makes sense as far as timeline. That yeah, he works he'd for the be police an older station, guy. so I imagine. Yeah, so that, that, makes, that makes sense to me. But, uh, Definitely. I, I like Ian Glenn a lot. He's a really good actor. Is he? He's really good in in, uh, in Game of Thrones. Obviously, he's not going to have an English accent like he has now um, whenever it comes to that point in time for the show. But uh, I'd be excited to see him in uh, in the old Titans. I haven't got to watch Titans yet either, so... Oh, I was th- I don't know why I was thinking that you, were like, you said I haven't gotten to watch and then I filled in the blank... Game of Thrones. Oh no, no! You're I've on watched it. Game of Thrones. You're on it like a mofo. Um, and the other casting thing was that uh, Lee Schreiber's brother, Pablo Schreiber, that was in uh, what was he in? Orange is the New Black. Oh, he was really? in Orange is the New Black as kind of like a bad guy in one of the first couple of seasons or something like that. I don't know this fella. Um, but he got cast to play Master Chief in the Showtime Halo series, which they are now about to be in. I think they said this fall it is going to be in production. It's in all in pre-production right now. Pablo Shriver is Lee Shriver's brother. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Porn stash. Uh huh. He that he plays uh, the Leprechaun on American Gods also. Cool. And he's been in a couple other things that I really like. But he's going to be Master Chief in the Halo series on Showtime. Nice. So he'll be uh, Showtime friends with his brother. <laughs> Good for oh yeah I was like I don't get that but uh, I do get that because he's Ray Donovan as uh, yeah. Lee Schreiber he is uh, so yeah uh, so the, we're finally gonna get our Halo TV series that was on Showtime this is the first news that has been picked up about it since they kind of announced it it's gone through directors and writers like just kind of falling through and falling on the wayside because they have other projects that come up but now they finally got writer and director completely tied down. Um, like I said, this fall it's going to be in production. It's all pre-production stuff right now, getting everything cast and figuring out locations and shit like that. Um, but they'll start shooting this fall, and they said it'll be out in 2020 on Showtime. Nice. So be excited to see what uh, Halo will end up looking like on a big little screen. A big little screen. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's my more you know movie-centric, casty type things. Definitely. I've got a lot of gaming news, but... You got any other stuff that's kind of tied toward that you want to talk about? Um, I don't ever keep anything organized, and so I am just kind of all over the place. Um, we can talk about the fact that we can talk about this. Okay. Um, so they have confirmed. Kevin Feige has confirmed that Spider-Man: Far From Home will be the end of Phase Three. 
Far uh, from home? Far from home. So phase three is technically not over after Endgame? Correct. It'll That's be weird. done after Far From Home. Haven't both Avenger Endgame or Avengers game movies haven't they both been the end? I don't know. Honestly to tell you the truth, I'm I not hundred percent. End of phase one and was Avengers and then Ultron was end of phase Perhaps. two, I'm pretty sure. Typically, yeah. So three will have two Avengers games and it's not over. Correct. Avenger games, I said. I meant yeah, movies. There'll be two games. Two games go specifically. Yeah, so, so we're going to have a Spider-Man movie that wraps up the the story. My guess is it'll be like the PS scene of of the of the phase. Like, you'll have Endgame, and then you'll be like, this is what's happening after Endgame. Right. You get to see Spider-Man after everything's kind of said and done, and kind of set up maybe closer toward the end of the movie after everything finishes with Mysterio, maybe what sets up to kind of a subtle hint into where yeah. we're going next. And he could be, be like, our next leader. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Well, that'd be really cool. Depending on how the they Avengers. leave everything, like... I don't really know. I know the Avengers. I've just never really read a lot of Avengers books. I don't yeah. know who has been leader of the Avengers in a lot of other iterations. I know, I know Wolverine has cast. at some point in time. Yeah, Wolverine and Spider-Man were both Avengers at one point in time. Yeah, but I think Wolverine's sure. been a leader of the Avengers yeah. at, at some point in time. I don't know if Spider-Man had. I don't know Obviously, if Obviously, Iron Man has. Yeah. I think Thor was at one point in time, oh, too. Really? Okay. I think. Um. So that... That was interesting to me that that's actually where they're ending, but that's also what we talked about a while back is like, there's not another movie slated for a while after Far From Home yeah. for Marvel, and are they taking the, the Star Wars approach? Right. Not like in the long, not in a 10-year kind of stance, yeah. but are they going to let some of these miniseries kind of fill in some of those blanks a little bit? They've been um, doing a lot of shit with Black Widow. Like a lot of like casting and promo stuff like that, and stuff. all of a stuff. Okay. Like all of a sudden it seems like seeing a lot of people being cast in that movie or whatever whenever it comes about mm. and then i don't really i guess morbius is still is that is that sony property it's sony property yeah, it's so a it venom it kind of be situation. tied in at all yeah really correct yes um did you know that one did you know that there's a dr doolittle movie coming out and two that it stars robert Downey jr as dr doolittle and three that it's going into reshoots nobody cares about that part but um, do you know that there's a Doctor Doolittle movie? Where... Are they gonna like modernize Doctor Doolittle? Is this like Doctor Doolittle like from the old book? I don't Dr. know. Little? I don't know if they're gonna. If I imagine they're gonna put it in modern time, um, but it would be interesting to see it set in what is that probably the 40s? Yeah, that the original Doctor Doolittle is 40s or 50s, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I forgot. It'd be really neat if they did that with Robert Downey Jr. But it was in that time. Space. He seems like he could play that cl- a classic character, like yeah, meaning. I would see like that, that more time. than him just being like, uh, you know, like I'm not Iron Man for a bit, so let's do some goofy shit that makes money. I'm still gonna talk real witty and fast, and I'm gonna say like sarcastic things and be like yeah. this, and that's my Robert Downey Jr. It's almost like he still does coke. Um, we also, um, we canceled another thing after we talked about it. Sure. The, uh, the Lucha Explosiva, uh, action figure line from DC that we oh, went over. Oh, the Luchadors? Uh, they're, they've been canceled. They they're are, not doing it now. They're not doing it. Well, if you guys were looking forward to <laughs> some Luchador action, then, uh, you shit out of luck. I'm trying to get you, get down to just video game stuff. Get so down. That, You're good. So that we can talk about that. Um, a couple comic book things. They uh, gave us a a sample of the deceased um, the dead book yep, that's yep. going to be coming out. Um, I'm, I'm not super into it still, but there is a, there is a view you can check it out online. There's a, a first taste of 
the deceased comic book um, that comes out in May, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, this is the the zombies have taken over the the uh, DC universe, and all of our heroes have to get together and uh, fight them because that's what we do uh, when stuff like that happens. You just have to. You have to. It's a six issue series. Um, I don't. I'm sure there's a launch date for, it, but I'm not seeing it on here. And then we also got our first taste of Batman: Curse of the White Knight, which is the follow up to White Knight. Um, it's the the sequel uh, that Sean Murphy's doing, where he writes and draws. Um, and this one is coming out July twenty fourth. Cool. Um, so the first one was really good. Uh, so I expect this will be more of the same. This is actually coming from the DC Black Label. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So we'll see. As long as there's no wieners in it, we should be all right. Uh, I don't know. White Knight we might have a big old white wiener uh, in it. Yeah, we might. Um, they're Netflix. Speaking of Netflix, they're also working on an adventure film called Dorothy and Alice, uh, which is yeah, I heard that a mashup of Dorothy from Wizard of Oz and Alice from Alice in Wonderland. That'll be really neat. Um, that they're it's they're they just hired a writer. Um, Anna Classen is the name of the writer. Um, so they are they're working on this kind of giant mashup of everything. Um, it'd be a good a good reason to hop on and watch a show on Netflix after you've canceled your subscription um, and you just want to watch something neat for a month. Um, we are getting another R.L. Stein property that's getting uh, a movie, if you will, um, called Fear Street, which is another book series, I guess that yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he did. Um, and we have. Um, one of our people from uh, where's it at? Uh, oh shit! Uh, one of the people from Sadie Sink. Oh, the redhead from uh, uh, Stranger Things is gonna star in that show. Cool. And they've got a whole list of people on there. I'm not familiar with very many of them, uh, but yeah, the the girl from Stranger Things is gonna be in Fear Street, which hopefully is better than the Goosebumps movies. Yes. Because uh, they look a little stinky. I never got to watch the Goosebumps movies. I think maybe Mandy watched the first one with somebody, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not really sure, though. I can't I remember, you. but I've heard that they were pretty hackney. It's not, yeah, it's not my favorite. Um, then, uh, if you didn't know it already, Mark Hamill is the voice of Chucky in Child's Play. Yeah, I heard it. Did the new trailer that came out, does it have him saying something? I don't know, because it was actually my next thing to watch, and I just hadn't gotten to it I haven't yet. got to watch it. There's a second trailer, but I never got to watch to see if it was actually him saying anything, because I want to hear his interpretation of the right. Chucky voice, and like what that's going to end up coming out I like. think it'd be pretty cool. Um, the comic shops are now going to have the ability to get the DC um, Walmart Giants. Really? Yep. So, so you can add it to a pull list. From what I hear, yeah. From what I hear, there's going to be... Um, they they ended up having a lot of back catalog because I don't know if you if well you have you're definitely you're you're committed to the the DC Walmart Giants. Uh-huh. Uh, I haven't got I think they're on nine now. I haven't got it yet. I see, but uh, but they they have to take away some of the old stuff to give you the yeah. new. So there's somewhere there's a warehouse of old back issues of this, and so they're gonna give the That's comic good. book shops an opportunity to I buy them. I honestly have missed one out of all of them. And wow, I can't remember what it is. I think it was the very first one because by the time you, we had talked about it and you told me about yeah. it, I hopped on and I got it when they we had able two. to get that. So I think if I'm able to go back to like Campus Comics and get a pull of the first Absolutely. one, that'd be really worth it. But, uh, I'd like yeah. to be able to keep up and have that whole collection. It's really neat. So the one thing that was kind of 
you know, iffy with that, with it being exclusive to Walmart, and it kind of left a, a thorn in the side of, you know, local brick-and-mortar comic shops. Yeah. Um, looks like they're going to try to make good on that a good. little bit, which is good. Um, I'm ready for game news, if you are. Uh, one thing right before game news that I forgot that I wrote down. Um, so, early adopters have got versions of that Samsung Galaxy Fold. Oh, um, yeah. And I watched a couple of different YouTubers uh, reviewing it. It looks really sharp when it's opened. When it's closed... It's really weird how, and I'll try and show you a video later just so I can, between episodes, so I can show you. Yeah. Um, because it's almost like you close it, and it's about the size of your screen, but the screen on it is like... It's skinny. It's skinny, so I mean, it doesn't even fill up the whole screen that they have on the front of the display. Yeah. Because it's mostly supposed to be for like notifications and quick browsing and stuff, and your big exploration and texting and stuff like that is, is when you open. View? So everything is meant to be done when it's open in the fold. When it's open in the fold, it looks fucking cool. Um, conceptually to me, I see uh, a lot of cool use that could come out of it. The way that they have multiple apps that can be opened on both sides. Oh, yeah. Um, so like one thing had like an article that you see on like a, a screenshot of it. It has like an article on one side that the person's reading. And it has like a little snippet of a music player over here and then a YouTube video down here. Kind of showing you, how you can have multiple. You dual screen a little bit on a computer. Or yeah. you can snap to different sides and stuff yep. like that. And you can change things one way or another. So if you're reading the article and you're like, oh, there's a cool part of the video coming up. You can drag it over and have the video be big on that screen or something and have the article be smaller over so here. So is it divided or is it is it display as one whole screen or does it seem it can like be, it's it can two? Be, it can be displayed as one whole screen for whatever you need as if you're like viewing it that screen. way or you can do the multi-window, which okay. you could do that with like the notes and stuff too. Um, um, but the bad thing is is that uh, with these early adopters versions that they've got, they've had a ton of issues come down the pike. So um, one is apparently the screen and everything is pretty fragile. They've had some people that have closed the clamshell and it's broken sections of the screen. Wow. Um, are these actually released or are they like a beta? They're, they're, they're done being built. Okay. Not massively, but they put out versions that they built to early adopters hands so they okay. can experience them and carry them around. I wasn't sure if they were like early, like they just went to the store and bought them quicker than no, anybody no, else no, no, or like no, no, they no. No, these are like uh, they sent specifically they have to these people these adopters editions that they came out to them that has a bunch of extra stuff this is like a two thousand dollar product that they got ah i see um that that has like a bunch of different shit that comes with it like it has a uh, galaxy buds that come inside the box with it a couple of different adapters and connectors that come inside of it too. sure a really nice presentation of a case um the clamshell is magnetic. I didn't know that. Interesting. Because um, they even showed one of the guys that I watch. His, his his reviews, as far as tech reviews go, to me are like be-all, end-all. I love the way he presents it. and mm -hmm. um, His name's, I think, Marquise Brown. But uh, he even showed how powerful the magnet was that's in the hinge where it snaps in. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, he like drug it across. They had like some nails on his table and stuff. And it picks up fucking everything. Like The magnet's stupid strong for Dang. some reason. But he... Open it, closed it. His version looks like it was built really sturdy and stuff, but apparently there's some versions where you can see the screen open and like this top quadrant where they closed it the last time whenever they were done with it and they open it. Not like they're like slamming it shut, but you'll see like a top quadrant of it. It's like actually like broken, like the image is completely gone from it. Um, Part of the LCD is like cracked out. Um, gotcha. So that's like a huge issue that's going on with them right now. So much so that now Samsung officially stated earlier today that they are delaying, delaying the release of the Fold altogether 
until they resolve Makes any sense. of these issues, making sure that it's all good to go. Because good. it is such a high dollar, high price point thing. You would want to hate to make have sure it's right, yeah. that fucking amount of returns. I think, if I'm not right, it's like 1850 or 1750 is the actual that's real full close to that title. It's right there. The price point that they have that's in this box is like 21 or 2200 because it comes with so much extra shit. Damn. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really cool concept and the, the phone itself looks really sharp. Um, but like I said, it, it, it would not be for me, obviously. Yeah. Um, but just seeing one and being able to play with one, I wouldn't be upset. Um, <laughs> Speaking of dual screen, Ooh. have you seen this dual screen e-reader that they're looking for development for next year? No, that's cool as shit. Yeah. It's like, it's set up like a book. Who's making it? Um, it is Samsung. Is really? Where, who's, who's kind of heading it. Neat. It says another, a number of companies are working on different things. Oh wait, no, I'm lying. Like Samsung. TLC has just developed a dragon hinge technology that acts as mechanical housing for foldable allowing. Okay. So this kind of ties into all that. TLC? I guess. Uh, yeah. TCL. Sorry. TCL. Okay. Those are the, they make, uh, this is going to sound stupid. They make TVs. It's not going to sound stupid, but it's going to be weird to get there. They make TVs that seem like they should be cheap. Like they're the ones that are like as a company that you see at like Walmart on black Friday, they're like, this 4K TV that's 65 inch, and we're selling it for 125 dollars. That's because TCL. it's like a it's like a sh- cheap shitty brand. Yeah. But then now, more recently, because Manny's been watching Ellen Show and stuff every now and then, mm-hmm. I'll go out there and see. Those are like the TVs that she gives away the most on there. Wow. So I don't know if she has like a brand deal with them or something, but I'm like, their name is really getting out there. I wonder if their prices are going to start rising. But it's cool that they're Kobe. they're the company that's kind of heading up that kind of a yeah it looks like the technology is theirs and there's just different companies working on it that's cool um there's not anything specifically um you know they're talking about these these sheet music readers that they've got that are 3.13.3 inches um you know they're just it looks like they're just messing with that kind of stuff but this will be the first in kind of the book form it looks you know definitely just looks like get a book in your hand i'd be curious what it looks like when you don't want a book and you just want a tablet um, if that's an option for this thing or if the way that they're developing, it's just going to be strictly, you know, more e-readery, um, than anything else. But I would be cool with an e-reader that has an open book format like that. It's like you're like holding real physical yeah, media book like, kind of a thing. And then you can like swipe to turn swipe, the page yeah. kind of a thing. That'd be be really neat. Neat. It'd be real cool to watch, read comics like that with like splash pages Yeah, and, and have that option. God, that'd be so cool. I like it. Um, Next year, it looks like, uh, Epic games, uh, the people that developed Fortnite. Yeah. Um, recently opened up their Epic uh, store to mm-hmm. compete with uh, Steam. Uh, they started about a week and a half ago from this uh, date uh, of this episode coming out. Uh, a Fortnite World Cup. Okay. Um, so, cool thing that happened. They have caught over 1,000 people cheating Holy cow. during this World Cup. So this World Cup is not just in one centralized place. They have qualifiers for the World Cup. It's been happening uh, you know, online. People sign up, do different things. There are um, people that have been caught cheating that are really big uh, Fortnite stars that mm-hmm. play competitively anyways. Um, this guy, Jonathan Cosmala, he was uh, found cheating during the World Cup qualifier. Um, some of these are actually really funny to me, though. Uh, here's some statistics of it. Over one thousand, or right at one thousand one hundred and sixty-three accounts have now been shut off from competing in the tournament because they were all found cheating. 
um, including people that have won prizes for uh, for this tournament set before. 196 people have won prizes from this before that they found actually cheating. Wow. Logged out their accounts, um, completely taken out of competitive competitive play for months and months. Um, let's see one. Yeah, this one I thought was funny. They found during during the tournament they had a bot that went up that started scanning for cheaters. After they started discovering more and more people were doing it, they put a bot up to look for it. This one game started, and this uh, this person's account was banned less than five minutes into the game. They just was like, "Nep, you're done." They took him off. Uh, okay. I think that those accounts should be permanently banned. Oh, absolutely. But some of them are actually only got set up for like three month bans, which to me just seems kind of light for somebody cheating in a prize pool where you could win like I think the grand prize for like the finals finals eventually after it goes up to it is like a hundred k something wow. like that. Yeah. There's, they should not be able to play. Period. Absolutely. As far as yeah, I'm what's concerned. the, what's the? I mean, it's, it's a smack on the wrist for someone who knows. Yeah, I mean, the rules. they're doing like three months. That's basically like you're out for the rest of this tournament, but you can come back and compete next time. Just don't cheat. Yeah. And I get that they're trying to be nice and they're keeping their players and the fan base of those players kind of in play and stuff like that. But as a, if I was a fan of an esports star, you know, or some like I watch Ninja or something, not that I do, but yeah. if I'm watching Ninja and I found out that Ninja played and was cheating during his play, I probably wouldn't want to go back and watch Ninja a lot and be like, now this dude's a fucking cheater yeah. and he's got hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars now because of all of this stuff and people and finding out that he cheats or something. Like I said, not that Ninja cheats. I'm not wanting to no, no, no. spread anything. Uh, no, but but yeah, I get exactly what you're yeah, saying. That's it's like it. just to find all you're out doing is letting them yeah. continue. So, I mean, these people, this is their like they're making this is their livelihood. Like, yeah, this, this is, is the bread and butter. I mean, this thing. Excuse me. Back on like Ninja, whenever he first started in competitive gaming, it was all Halo, mm-hmm. and then Halo branched out to a bunch of different other games that he tried out, and he just so happened to land on Fortnite, sure. and he's really good at it, but. He started off as a competitive gamer. Has never done anything else other than competitive gaming. This is this is what he does for a living: is streaming, playing Fortnite, playing in Fortnite tournaments and stuff. Yeah. That's how he makes his fucking money. How you does find one... out that somebody's cheating and this is how they're making their money? You shouldn't just penalize them with a little no. slap on the wrist and be like, "Well, he's ninja, so I mean, let's come back." Or, yeah. "Oh, he's this Cosmala guy or whatever. We should just let him come back because he's a big name." No, fucking this guy should not have any viewers in my head left. Yeah. He should not be making money like he's making. Yeah, he's still gonna have diehards that'll be there, but he should have viewers dropped yeah. off. He should not be allowed to compete anymore. Yeah. It's period. juicing on the Olympics. It's, yeah, is is what it is. I mean, it's it's the same as um, oh, what's his face? One ball. Who? One ball. One ball. Tour de France. Oh yeah, Armstrong. Yeah, Lance. Yes. Yeah. Not Neil. He, he's juicing, <laughs> and I mean, he got his his title stripped from him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and now he's. I think he's able to compete again, though. Is he not? He probably can, but nobody wants him. And maybe yeah, that's nobody, what these guys. That's what I mean. Like nobody, like he doesn't have Nike or any of these yeah, bigger companies all sponsoring him again. And maybe that's what will happen to these guys too. I think it'll eventually you, come back though with that though. I mean, look at Tiger Woods. All the shit that happened with him, and but now his he's was, just won the PGA. Tour. His was it didn't have anything to do with his game though. It no, was all personal. No, I'm just saying though. I think personal is different. Yeah. I think you can you can get past personal, um, and do different things. So how do you cheat in those games? Is it like, uh, it, they're, are there cheat codes? Not codes, but it's like, uh, there are programs that run in tandem with your game, almost like a bot in a way, uh-huh. um, that kind of helps you do specific things in the game. So for a game like, we'll say, um, 
trying to think of a good game to do it with Counter-Strike, for example. Or or for Fortnite, it might have something like this. I know for Counter-Strike, for sure, I've seen videos of people doing it. Mm -hmm. There's a... Uh, a bot that works in tandem with like your you can account. install it on your machine you install it in with the game's programming for your like you install on the pc and it works oh, on to okay I'm typically saying, yeah so i'm just saying like it goes on to the pc it gets installed into your game files mm -hmm. and it works in tandem with the game to help you do gotcha. some people will use one called aim assist it'll uh, like basically perfect headshots Okay. Or like you'll, lock you'll on be like, target almost yeah. Kind of thing. So you'll like you'll strafe across the screen. You see somebody, and it'll just be like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it might not be perfect every time. You can actually go into the programming of those programs and tweak, and them. tweak them to be like, okay, do a headshot every other time. Gotcha. So that way, I'm not perfect, and people won't catch me. Gotcha. Um, you know, that's crazy. But typically PC, I guess, because it's yeah. a lot harder so to like, break I, into. I've seen Counter Strike people um, because there's only like one big map that people do called Dust Two, I think. And uh, there's there's things that allow you to see through some of the walls, and you'll be able to see basically an outline of your enemy players, so you know where they're at while they're trying to hide. You know when to jump out and shoot them. Gotcha. Wow. So it's like not aim assist because you're playing still, but you know where they're at. Yeah. They have no idea where you're yeah. at. You got uh, X-ray vision. Basically, yeah, yeah. So there's bots that do all kinds of stuff to help huh. you cheat like that. And if you're playing online and they don't have like a cheat bot activated to know that you're doing that, especially in a competitive gaming yeah. circuit. Of course, you're going to get away with shit like that, and you're going to do good. You have something helping you. Yeah. You have a handicap basically at that point. In well, time. kudos, I guess, to Fortnite for actually policing that kind of stuff. Yeah, then. yeah. Epic really went down. They 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 were definitely policing all that, and that that makes me happy that they've they've caught all those people because sometimes that shit goes, as you could see, unnoticed because there are people that they said that were pro players that had used stuff in online tournaments and had won and then they yeah. just caught them cheating on this one so who knows how many times these people have gotten away with it and yeah. won you know five thousand yeah. dollars or something like that for fucking cheating in a that's game nuts we got a critical mode today yes we got critical mode i heard that, that kingdom was, hearts uh, three three critical mode and that we've got more future content coming down the yeah. down the road I think plan by end of year it sounds like yep. is what they're the first for. first dlcs will definitely come out I think they said first two, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Like the first one we will get will officially be that. Uh, well, we don't know if it's an official, but it will be that what we saw in the after credits. Well, we'll see, like the world ends with you. Oh, that's where they're gonna. That'll, what they're that, gonna do that's with that? what that'll be the first DLC. Wow! So they're gonna go in. They're gonna continue the story. Yes. They're not gonna pick up like a, a gap. Nope. First. No gap. Wow. They're doing that first, from what I've heard, and then the next one that will come out will be another story of somebody else's. Because they were they talking didn't about specify, like, a, like they'll do like more of Aqua, what one of the when she was 13th. like in the in the darkness or whatever and yeah. stuff like that, kind of leading into what happens and stuff. I would do more of that, even if they like That's what kind of before. redid the. When you speculated about it when they let you play as was it Terra? Uh, no, who was it? Was it? Oh, it was Riku. When you played as Riku with King Mickey in the darkness like oh, closer yeah. toward the beginning of the game uh -huh. and you fight that pillar of the, yeah. the dark uh, of like the heartless a, creatures at a level 50 already yeah and that playing as fucking Riku and diving all over the place and having those abilities like out the gate was cool as shit yes. that was a really cool and playing as him with that new keyblade the, mm -hmm. the straight one no that's when he breaks his old one yes okay yeah, so you right. didn't get that one yet yeah but, but yeah. still, regardless, playing as another character just seems cool to me seeing another story yeah I think I might get I think I might Go at least try critical mode. Um, I've never been a critical mode person, but the fact that this has like different add-on moves yeah. with it is kind of interesting to me. 
And um, so I'm, I might attack that a little bit. I think they said that they tried to justify not having critical mode in the beginning whenever they said that there were those certain things that you could do, those abilities that you could add to your character that in in your uh, yes. the lineup and stuff. Where you don't get MP back. Some things to try and make it more difficult, but the critical mode basically adds those in. And then you can also add your those uh those points on top of it Holy to shit. make it like even more difficult too. So it'd be like critical mode plus basically whenever you add those in. Um, I probably won't play it for very long, but I will try it out. So uh a couple weeks ago, uh we had the thirtieth anniversary of the Game Boy. That's why I have this up here. Oh really? Um so people now after they've been talking about it, it was just like it'd be really cool to get a Game Boy classic. We kind of tossed around yeah, that we idea did. before Absolutely. too. But we never deep dived into it as far as like what the games would what be games if would we be would on be it. on there. Yeah. So if we were gonna do a Game Boy Classic, I would say um, We have to go with Nintendo. I like titles. these, like, like that are on here, like the thirty greatest Game Boy games. I could I I could see them housing thirty games on it, but oh, yeah. I would wonder though, to would me if, do they the would do, if they're going to do they'll probably do the brick design, but do, do you think that they would make it color? Ooh, but that would go against the rules. They would, technically. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I would wonder if they would make it black and white. I think they're going to do things like it'll have the screen of the Game Boy SP so where it's backlit, so yeah. it'll have a brighter screen because the old Game Boys... That's true. It's, it's garbage. We can go ahead and say that. Yeah. Now. That was bad screen. You had to get a little lamp add on it. Basically, yeah. Uh, so I think it'll have like a backlight built into it anyways. It'll obviously have an internal battery. You're not swapping out fucking four AAAs yeah. every two hours. <laughs> um yeah. so it'll have the an internal battery pack you'll have that i could see them storing 30 games on this easily oh yeah um i mean when we're seeing with sega which we'll talk about in a little bit with the genesis is they're getting 40 on there so yeah. they have so, a few more titles yeah they added, I, more I, I don't talk have about. those listed i do good good yes. uh so obviously i think tetris would be a given since that was like what got, came as a pack in Absolutely. whenever you bought the thing that would have to be on there i think uh super mario land is a given there too kirby's dreamland kirby dreamland yeah, yeah. Uh, or Adventures in Dream One, what's it called? Uh, Link's Awakening would be a smart bet, but that's what I'm saying. If they did the color, they could do the DX version of that yeah, game in true. there too, and it would be even better. I don't know if they would pack in Pokemon. You don't think? I think it would be smart, but I don't know if they would. Yellow was color, wasn't it? Or did Yellow still come out? Yellow, you could play any of them, even if it was yeah, color but, game. Yeah, like on did there. Yellow come out? Yeah, on original or on color? It came out at the same time that color was a thing. It was with that. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to think of it, like, you wouldn't want to pick red or blue, you'd have to go with the middle one. Yeah, like, you play yellow, because it's basically the everything together, kind of. A, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I... I would want it. I, not that I wouldn't want no, it, I I'm just saying, it would make me curious if they would do that, or if they're like, Pokemon in its, of itself is such a big property, not that, like, Super Mario Land is only on Game Boy, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Pokemon's such a big property, and you can buy it on 3DS, you can buy it on this and that and stuff that... And that's I where they wonder if in, they would do, like, a, let it be on this. With a lot of these, like, once you get into Game Boy, it's like, well, a lot of these have been on a on a better <laughs> console already. Yeah. Um, so, so I wonder if they would put Super Mario Land and Super Mario Land 2 on there. I don't know. I could see them doing that, because I think they put... Didn't they put on the NES Classic? I think they put one, two, and three of Super Mario. Oh, you got a point. Yep. So I could see them doing. You got that. points. They would definitely put Wario Land on there, which is technically Super Mario Land three. Um, but playing, oh, is it? playing as Wario, that. that's the first like experience that you really get. Mm -hmm. um, looking at some of these others that are on here too, I don't know if they would. If they're going to put a game, a Pokemon game on there, they probably would just do Yellow and be done with it. They probably wouldn't put Gold or Silver on yeah. there. Yeah. 
I wouldn't think. Oh, I, yeah, because gold and silver were uh, color anyway. Donkey Kong Land would probably be a, a for sure. Dr. Mario was really big on, on there. Was Final Fantasy Adventure big? Uh, I could see them doing that. that Just to have a Final to Fantasy have a title Final Fantasy on that's tied to it. Yeah. Um, see again, like I don't know if they would if they would do a Game Boy one. They would probably just do Link's Awakening. I don't see them doing Oracle of Ages or Seasons mm. either. To me, um, trying to look through all of these, I could see them doing Donkey Kong Land because that'd be more of that same aesthetic that you get from. Uh, fuck. <laughs> get it from fuck. Yeah, the same aesthetic that you get from like the SNES ports that they come. They kind of oh, did like a little yeah. miniature SNES port to Game Boy games for some of those because that was around the same era for those uh, that was being out. Uh, they had some Mega Man games on on there. I don't think they would add those. Definitely Metroid Two. I was gonna say probably popular. a Metroid title, right? Metroid Two would probably be on there. Was there a racing game that kind of came out for? Was it like a F? F Zero never came out on Game Boy. Oh, okay. Uh, not not in the old one. Okay. Regardless, I'm sure that there. If we added in the sequels to a lot of these games, you could probably get 30 titles pretty quick. Oh yeah, honestly, because I mean, there's a Kirby Adventure, uh, Kirby's Adventure in Dreamland 2 on there. Um, several other Mario games. There's Tetris Attack. I think that maybe it came out on there too. Would you do a Mega Man at all? Was there? A That's Mega what I said. I don't know if there's Mega Man. If we, we, we there is Mega Man, but I don't know if they would add it on there. Oh. I think Mega Man Five was a was an original. Uh, Game Boy title as well that you could play. I see. Gotcha. But 5 was never really overtly popular, so I'm not sure if that would be something that they would kind of transcribe down to do it. But um, this tell is, me, you tell kind me, of get into a weird Tell spot. me about those uh, those uh, Sega games. I, I remember reading the list, but I don't I don't have it in front of me. Oh, yeah. Um, so the Sega games, they released another 10 titles that we are getting on there, one of which is Earthworm Jim. Nice. Um, so we did get that. Uh, we've got a total. I'll just read them all because I'm not sure what picked up where. Oh, oh, here it is. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which I think you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Castle of Illusion, which was a Disney game. Yep. I didn't. I didn't realize that that had been a thing. World of Illusion, um, and then Earthworm Jim, Streets of Rage 2, Contra Hardcore, Hardcores, Hardcorps, Hardcore. Um, so. In total, if everybody's keeping track, we've got Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Toe Jam and Earl, Comic Zone, Sonic the Hedgehog, Altered Beast, Gunstar Heroes, Earthworm Jim, Castle of Illusion, Shinobi 3, Contra Hardcore, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, World of Illusion, Thunder Force 3, Super Fantasy Zone, Streets of Rage 2, and Land Stalker. Cool. Is Super Fantasy Zone anything to do with Sonic the Hedgehog? Because I feel like... Isn't Fantasy Zone like one of the levels? It might be, but that's not a Sonic. It has nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. No, it's not um, a Sonic property. Reminder, this is a... You're getting the Sega Genesis Mini with two wired controllers for $79.99. Which is a, a pretty good price point. You can pre-order on Amazon right now. Um, and you've got 20 more games that still have to be released for this... Or uh, announced for this thing. So, seems like it's going to be probably pretty it's neat. It's going to be May. It's going to be uh, cool. Yes. Uh, we did get the confirm uh, Xbox One S All Digital Edition. We talked about it briefly the last couple yeah. of episodes, but it is official, official now. Um, they have For May, the, right? The, yeah, it's May seventh. Okay. Uh, the price point is two hundred and fifty dollars, and it does come with the three games that we discussed before. You, that was the price point you had said. Yeah. Uh, so it does come with all three games, uh, which is Forza. Uh, it comes with Sea of Thieves, and I don't have them written down. I'm trying to remember and Minecraft. Right? Minecraft. Yes. Yeah. So it comes with three games. 
I still want it without those three games for $200. But that's just me. Because <laughs> I would gladly have that as my office Xbox and then have this Xbox One X out there. Yeah. Um, because I'm cool with all digital. It looks just like an Xbox One S with just a missing a disc slot. Thing, or? I don't think so. I think everything on that One S is pretty packed pretty tight for the, the stuff that's in it. So they didn't I guess the disc thinner. slot's pretty thin in it yeah. anyways. Like, just imagine, like, I don't think it has an IR blaster on the front of it either, because that's for, like, controller. Motion. No, oh. it's for the controller. Oh. Like, if you have, like, a remote or something. Um, gotcha. Basically, it's the, there's no eject button. It's it's your sync button. It has a USB in the front and your power. But other than that, it's just completely just white, flat. completely seamless. Looks like the, like I said, the 1S. Um, if you have them side by side, they're basically identical. This one... Um, since it's all internal, you can have it standing up. You can have it laying down. You can yeah. do that with the since the One S as well. They recommend them laying down because it will run their disk drive smoother, mm-hmm. but uh, more smoothly. But this one, it won't matter because it's just coming off your hard drive. Nice. Um, we got layers of uh, fear two, kind of some some gameplay. Excuse me, gameplay demo cool. uh, revealed on that. So Tony Todd is the doing the. the uh, narrator kind of voice to like it. Candyman. Yeah, Candyman. Yep. Um, and so, if you like Layers always, of Fear, I always forget his name. <laughs> Layers of Fear Two is uh, coming out. Looks like it's going to be just as creepy as the first. Uh, maybe I'll finish playing the game sometime in my lifetime. Yeah, if you don't get scared. Yeah, I mean, I I was into it hardcore. It's a pretty cool game. Uh-huh. Interesting story stuff. I like picking up all of the the dialogue stuff. Um, apparently, there's a rumor that GTA Six is in the works now. Yes, you know, I saw that. Got off. They said that. Uh, there's an artist that works for rock that works for Rockstar in India, um, that said in a in a recent interview with them that uh, it's currently in development. They have them working on some of like the earlier artwork and stuff because they're still doing some content that'll end up coming out for Red Dead Redemption Two, mm. um, since that's their most recent title and that just came out last year. So I would assume this is years and years out. But they're at least starting kind of development of it, which is good to know that we're, I mean, I, there's no doubt that we wouldn't get one eventually, but um, now fan speculation can kind of start happening. Apart from that, as far as uh, news goes on the gaming side of things, the only thing I wanted to talk about again was there's been a lot, especially in the past two weeks, more speculation of things that are correlated alongside uh the playstation 5 yes and uh and whatever the next xbox we got some official is news we've got playstation um, 5 yeah which the way that it came out was kind of weird because it, it wasn't really like they had like a big conference about no. it to talk about it um which okay. is like what is what are they going to talk about when they actually really get to release it if yeah, we got this insane, much we're not getting this at e3 yeah they're not going to be at e3 so mm-hmm. if they're going to do a conference it's going to happen either right before or probably right after yeah around yeah definitely i agree um so we got some news about like some more things as far as like the internal specs goes mm-hmm. um we don't have an official name still we don't know if it's called playstation 5 um, definitely going to be backwards compatible with PS4 titles, four titles yeah. um, if not more from yeah. what we've gathered. Definitely confirmed four, which is cool. Yes, That's it, uh, it's, automatically it's like a yeah. win. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, <laughs> this is this is a bigger jump. This is this is the next generation. They've stated it in 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 this interview that this is the next generation. This isn't like a PS4 to PS4 Pro hop. Yeah, absolutely. This is a whole new thing. So like how Xbox One, whenever it first came mm-hmm. out and it started playing eventually backwards compatible titles now you can put in xbox 
360 discs and play I didn't realize that it didn't stuff. happen immediately. It didn't happen immediately. I, so wow. that wasn't something that was there. That was like firmware that they put into the box to be able to let it. Wow. Obviously, it was inside the box, but they didn't let the cat out of the box straight away. Yet. So this is going to be something like straight away. If I want to go play Bloodborne mm-hmm. and it's only a PlayStation 4 title, I can pop it into my PS5 and yeah. play it like that. Let me ask you. Um, so. The, like that. So discs work for like the the Xbox backwards compatibility. How do the digital games work? Like like I have my my Kingdom Hearts games all digital. Will I? Yes. Get, typically, is that yeah, how that's that a, rolls? That's how it works. So like most of my Xbox library on Xbox 360, I ended up trading all of my discs in. I see. But I had a ton of stuff that I had digitally downloaded. Mm-hmm. But whenever those games came available, as far as backwards compatibility went, because it rolled out and they're still adding they things kind of to did it. it slower yeah and so then they like I said they're still adding now mm-hmm. uh, you know slowly more and more and more gotcha um but whenever it got to that point to where certain titles come out like it was just like a month ago they finally added the uh the metal gear solid hd collection the one that has uh metal gear solid 2 and 3 and peace walker all on their HD remastered, and those were never added to it. Now you, I, I've had those digital for forever. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it was eligible to be downloaded, that popped up in my library, nice. and it's like you can download this now. And you're like, oh, yeah, I don't have to pay this. for that shit. So yeah. just download it, and it saves on my hard drive and shit. That's kind of a cool way to approach it too. I guess it's not like immediately like, oh, that kind of sucks. I don't yeah. have so that right now. That'll be the same thing too. That'll be what they're, they're planning on doing with the PS5. So yeah. if you have those titles and it's in that library mm-hmm. on which it should be. On the PS5 or whatever we're calling it. Yeah. Um, we're calling it PS5. You know we are. I feel like we will. But at the <laughs> same time, they also tossed around the idea from some of the other interviews that I heard that they were just talking about dropping a number and just calling it the PlayStation or just PlayStation. Okay. And then that would be the thing. I'd heard that too before they came out with like Xbox One. Mm-hmm. At one point in time, they were talking about just calling it Xbox. And just having it be like, this is its entity. This is what you know. This is what you call it anyways. I'm going to go home and play PlayStation. I don't want to say I'm going to go home and play my PlayStation 4 Pro. I guess it'd be kind of the same. Well, I guess they do it with iPhones. It's like, it'd be, it'd be sometimes they do just generation numbers. Yeah. Like, you just, your iPad, you don't ever yeah. have like an so iPad like 1, a, 2, and yeah. 3. You have iPad generation, first generation, right. second generation. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I cool. get that too. If they, if they did that with the, the iPhone, since we have the 10 now, mm-hmm. instead of calling the next one the iPhone 11 or something mm-hmm. like that, if they just like, this is the iPhone. It's 11th generation or whatever. Yeah, 11th and generation, like but this is the iPhone. It just, it's just the iPhone. We don't even have like to tie the generation number to it anymore. I was like, hell, when you go iPhone. to Verizon, they don't even have the 8 for sale. It's just the 10. Like, yeah. You don't have other it, generations. Yeah, like, this is all we're selling right now. Um, but the, another thing too that really struck me that I'm excited for is uh, the they're replacing the hard drives now with solid state. Yes, finally, that was I was going to say um, is that which you can see the, which is weird. Over the course of the past few months, I don't know if you've ever looked up any, but whenever I was coming in close to the time of buying my new hard drives mm-hmm. and stuff, over the past couple months, the price on solid states has started to drop like dramatically. It's dropped significantly, and I just I bought a laptop a couple months ago, yeah. and I was like. You know, I was asking the guy, and it was a Best Buy guy. I don't know how much he knows or doesn't know, but he pretended like he did at least. Yeah. Um, was kind of because the the thing with solid states has always been, yeah, they run faster, but their lifetime, their their longevity isn't as long as a as a as a uh, as a regular standard. Regular one, yeah. Um, so I was like, ah, oh, you know, how's that work? Because that that's like all the laptops had SSDs, and I was like, I don't give a shit about it. Like, I just want to make sure it, it's good because I'm going to be doing a lot more. It's just writing. It's my writing laptop. Um, and so, but yeah, SSDs are cheaper. Like the price point was only maybe a hundred dollars difference between a solid state and a not, and a standard and an HDD. Uh, yeah. 
and uh, which would have been you know five hundred dollars a couple of, five years ago you know of a difference and he was like no the lifetime is way better like they're they're pretty much comparable now they figured out how to get them yeah. to where they last that longer so when I saw they were in the new yeah. PlayStation I was like yes yeah so I'm I'm assuming everybody was speculating it'll have more than a terabyte I think they're probably just gonna stick with a terabyte. terabyte. It's yeah, a good I chunk agree. of space, but at the same time, if you have a bigger library like me, mm-hmm. it's not going to benefit you as often as having like something that has a two terabyte or yeah. more. But at the same time, now that we know it's solid state, you could just get an external solid state that mm-hmm. add to it if you wanted to down the road. I would assume terabyte. It's or if not they're going official. cloud. Like if they're going more cloud focused yeah. with streaming, um, <laughs> not everybody's going to download all of their games, so you might not need that whole terabyte. Um, but yeah, and it, but it, and I know it seems like. Everybody's saying the Xbox is probably still going to blow the PlayStation away performance-wise, and I'm okay with that, whatever. Um, but we haven't seen really the true specs 100% on either one of the no, machines. No, no, they already did say that, like, spec-wise, that the the Xbox definitely is going to have more going for it internally yeah. than what that will, and that also includes potentially, I guess, solid state as well. If I was to guess, that would probably be yeah, what they're going to have. Yeah, I would have. imagine so. But uh, looking at load times, somebody said that, that Six developers have it. Yeah, developers had it for, um, was it Capcom, I think? Somebody at Capcom that was running a dev kit version of the PS5 um, put in a version of uh, Monster Hunter World. Um, The load time from the screen to getting into the game and actually getting to the world on the PS4 Pro was somewhere around like 16 to 20 seconds. And then whenever they did it with the solid state, it was about 0.8 seconds. Yeah, that's wild. Like instantaneous almost. Yeah. And I was just like, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of briefly talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit too. It looks, and, and I think we're going to we're gonna nail it perfectly. Uh, we don't typically get to get the chance to say that, but it looks like we're going to get a 2020 release on this yeah. this thing. looks like we're gonna it's going to have some pretty sweet launch titles with it potentially kind of coming out um i know they haven't said a lot about all of that but there's a lot of speculation as to what's all coming out alongside it um but definitely exciting yeah exciting uh, they they're rumoring price points and things like that i think the only thing they've said is that it's gonna be um an enticing price point for gamers which imagine i imagine is going to be probably a little bit more than the uh, casual gamer will want to pay but it's going to be what's going to be in it, it's going to be worth a dollar amount for a real game for a true gamer sure probably going to be in that $500 price point. Real, yeah, I'm, real close I'm guessing to that. it'll end up being like right around $500, I'll yeah. say $499. Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't be surprised if... Com- well, I think whenever the first original Xbox One came out, I'm pretty sure it was $499 as That's well. That's what I thought, that we've already reached that at yeah. some point in yeah. time. So with- people were like kind of all up in arms about it because they've never reached that with a PlayStation before. But if I'm not mistaken, I think when the PS3 came out, because it was such a big jump technologically... That I want to say that there were PS3s, not that were uh, that were sold at stores that were like six hundred. Oh, really? I and think that had back full backwards compatibility yeah, when because they first that was the fat one. So that yeah. one, whenever it first launched, you could play anything that was yeah. PlayStation One, Two, or Three. Yes. on it, which I mean, I'm just saying that you could do that too if you want to. Now with this one, just run those emulators. I wouldn't be upset. I got a whole PS2, PS1 library <laughs> back behind me that's just been itching to be played. Absolutely, I agree. You got any more stuff for me? No, that I think that kind of wraps up. I I tried to be uh, and as organized as possible to let you end when I end when it came to the gaming news. And uh, you talked about your website being more up and running. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's that website? That website's shadschubert.com. 
Oh, shit. Um, it has all of... Is that your name? That is totally Two? my name. Absolutely. How'd you do that? How'd you get... How did you get nobody else? <laughs> nobody else was stupid enough to get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can find all my upcoming shows, all the upcoming can't get right shows. You can find all of these episodes of the podcast you're listening to on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not need to because you're already listening to it. Um, and then also, I'm slowly getting um, my music library actually up there of everything that I've ever done, whether it's me and you or me solo. Like, uh, slowly, like ever since I had Frostwire or LimeWire a long time ago, I'm adding my library. All right? of my, no, everything that I've personally been part of writing, uh, slowly getting it kind of organized and up there, as well as there'll be a weekly blog. Um, I'm working on a couple of different ones um, that'll be upcoming. But uh, yeah, chatschubert.com. And then if you just want to talk to me uh, and stuff, you can find me on all of the, the major, uh, social medias at Shad Schubert as well. You'll get really good at spelling my first name, last name together. What about you? Uh, you can find me at random hero XIX on literally everything. I don't have a fancy boy website that has mm-hmm. justinharris.com. I'm assuming that's probably it's taken a, it's by probably now. a common name. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty common. Uh, I don't know if there's a random hero XIX.com. There might be after this is done. If somebody decides to take it, they don't get you cool guy. Um, do it and make it like a, a sweet GeoCities page fan page to me. Nice. <laughs> I want to visit it and make it look like GeoCities. I'm going to get you just a, a sub page on the Shad Schubert. It'll be shadschubert.com slash Justin Harris. <laughs> It'll just That's be it. a fan page to you. <laughs> It'll uh, be almost like an in memory of, but like you're still rocking. I would just put it, make it say in memory at the top of it. <laughs> like I'm dead. I'll make it, but then like not link it to it, so only you know that you can get to it by typing in the web address. <laughs> but I like, like it. <laughs> I feel New Zealand. Yep. This has been an IFNZ production.